Burp, 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 burp. Session live. Burp, burp. So, um, yeah. what are your favorite yeah. moped sounds? You're trying to make me leave the podcast I'm not, already. I'm not gurgling. I'm just like. Sp- it's still. I'm just sipping it's my still, beverage. No, no, no. Oh my gosh. Jason. <laughs> hate you. Hate you. Yo, 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 yo. Ho, ho. With a bottle of Christmas. Two stroke. Yo, ho. Merry Christmas. Dude. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Moped Money Podcast. I saw Santa and uh, Mrs. Claus on a Harley yesterday. That's cool. I feel like I've been at a rally all weekend. I'm real tired. (laughs) Faded. Dude, if you miss the Chad Burke Building Gather 11 from outer space, uh, you miss some good, not old school, but new school Zoom parties. Some real good, funny shit talking here and there as well. It was great. I it really was, enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. The house party app fell the fuck off, but like Zoom is still holding down. If you got one of the, oh, I pro, forgot about the, the house party them, app. Them pro accounts. Yeah, house party was good for a minute. Yeah, you could play games together. It was great. We got to bring it back. Yeah. Like right, that was right at the beginning of like COVID. I forgot like, about that. Their shit blew up. It's like, <laughs> oh, the hottest app out right now, house party. But in your phone, it was only like hosting what four people or something or five people, and then yeah, it would get it was super limited, glitchy. Yeah, but you know. it was good if just you and your mom. <laughs> I've never <laughs> video chat with my mom ever. Sorry, mom. Me either. <laughs> but dude, I never um, video chat with your mom. But other mom, people's moms. My mom's great, except for the fact that she she's still like so old school. Like her phone's not attached to her, so it's like she's had a cell phone for fucking twenty years, and it like. It stays in a purse. Yes. <laughs> like, she only pulls it out when she needs to, like, make a call or wants to look at pictures of her goddamn grandson or something. Like. <laughs> Does she have a smartphone? Yeah. Like, but they, don't, they don't use it for anything. Yeah, my stepdad was like, I need a phone. And, like, I'm help hooking my mom shit up. And she's like, I, I, I had a phone, and it was only $15 a month. I'm waiting until they get more in stock, like a prepaid <laughs> yeah. flip phone shit. And I'm like, great. Okay. Yeah, what? Just, just need just enough to make a make a phone call here and there. He I, he never he used though. it. He doesn't never. use it. Yeah. He just likes the fact that he has one. Just in he, case. But how do you get like a plan Boy Scout, that you prepared. like an emergency phone? You know, like that you know you're not going to use a burner with minutes. Yeah, but how do you get one? I don't even know how you do that. You go to Seven Eleven. You walk up to the register. You're like, oh, let me get that phone. It's in a fucking plastic wrapping. And it has like X Y Z amount of minutes. Yeah built into it yeah. and once it's done you get a minute card refill card okay yeah I that's what he that, needs i used to live that pre that prepay life like you know you don't want to pay for a phone bill every month i just like had a prepay burner yeah never used one before i had the burner phone app which is very handy it was an interesting summer <laughs> no job i only worked at uh labor like labor ready i'd come okay. home and i go to one of those like labor finder kind of places where you just show up in the morning and they find you a job for the day. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they hand you a check. Yeah. And like, 
All Brad right, did cool. that for a minute. Made it. I made enough to pay this fucking burner phone. I made enough for to put some gas in this car. Me and my homer going out of town. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. We do it together. We had some interesting jobs, dude. Uh, you guys want to work construction? You ever work construction before? No. All right. Then, then, but then I was like, here you go. I want you guys to hammer all these fucking hurricane plates up. Oh. Fuck is a hurricane plate. Just put it in the corner and hammer it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they trusted us to do that shit. We'd never done that shit before. They're like, all right, pretty important part of the fucking build. Well, they probably look, took, you know, like one look at these, you know, like you and your buddy was like, yeah, they don't look completely awful. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're not drunk already, so they yeah. could probably hammer this in. It was great. And then we were like, we were bad employees at that place. That was young. We were like hiding out, like in rooms, like, oh man, this apartment's halfway done. Let's just hide out in here for an hour. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What were y'all guys doing? We worked at a damn uh, hotel once when a hotel was get, got bought up by like, it was like a Days Inn or something got bought up by Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. So they were like upgrading the whole hotel, like all new sheets, all new pillows, like in like every room and all this shit. And they had rooms that were just like the uh, the the staging room. So okay. that the whole room would be full of pillows. <laughs> like, all right, go to this room. Here's the key. And go in there and like get the pillows and take them all the all the rooms on this floor. Yeah, scatter them. And we go down there to that room and we're like we walk in. We're like comfortable looking ass oh, room up in this bitch. <laughs> and we like we like had had invited these two girls that we were like flirting <laughs> with to, to, to go visit us at the same fucking hotel. <laughs> At the pillow room. Hey, girl, you ever been to the pillow lounge? Yeah, so they met us in the pillow room, and we're all just, like, stage diving, like, off the fucking dressers, like, into the mountain of pillows and shit. Just, like, wilding out for, like, uh, we had to be, like, gone for a long time. And, and getting paid for it. Oh, oh, yeah. We were bad employees there. I mean, just, I mean Labor Ready probably isn't paying you that much anyway, though. Yeah, yeah, you're getting shit paid, but it was, it was there at the end of the day. That's why I always, like... There's always work to be found. Yeah, I'm like, when people are like, um, oh, I'm, I'm like, there's always something to do. Like, those places suck, but they'll give you work for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Music. Not what you want to do, but it's, you know, sometimes it's opportunities. Yeah. Like, I you, mean, what if you wanted to jump into pillows? There, get on. I mean, if you wanted to, like, jump in pillows for the rest of your life, <laughs> you might have just found your perfect job. Yeah, <laughs> A little temp agency life, and then, like, oh, man, he's a really good employee. He's really good at landing in pillows. That guy's really good at computers or some, you know, I've telemarketers. I've never shit. seen such a, a napper. Look at mm-hmm. him napping away. He's perfect. <sighs> but yeah, back to the building gather this weekend. It was a great time, dude. Chad, thanks for putting it together and making it kind of happen. I didn't get to see the E50 rebuild. So I didn't either. I didn't, that was at like 3.30 on Friday. Yeah, it was early. I was, yeah. still, I was still at work. But was, let's be honest. We've all seen it. <laughs> yeah, we've all seen it. But if you haven't, I mean, it could have been a good show. I mean, for us. And maybe he knew some t- some tricks or tips, you know. He's been around a long-ass time. Maybe he knew some shit that we didn't know. Oh, we saw some tips last night he was showing. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know what he had in his hand. <laughs> Dude, there were definitely those moments where, like, you definitely felt like you were at a rally. Like, you know, it started getting late. People started getting real weird. Like, some people fell off. I was, like, the fall off, dude. I was like, I'm going to bed. I'm tired. I'm yeah. going early. And then I wake up to hear, like, the shit went to, like, 2 in the morning. Like, I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, it we kept were going? still here at your house, and you and uh, Heat finally crashed out. I came over, and he and Heat's, like... Passed out on the desk right here. Yeah, you know, you'd be at school and you like cross your arms and like put your head down, yeah. like trying to sleep on the desk, you Just, know? Like, wasted soldiers, half drinking trulies and beers all over my house. Like, 
That was all Bradley, not me. I'm responsible. That was all the hype man. Yeah, dude. Trying to keep truly in business, one sip at a time. But I don't know. We had a good time. If you, we haven't posted it yet, but we'll post it this week. We we did a segment for the uh, building guy there where we just kind of did another podcast episode, and it was live streamed via Zoom, which was kind of a shit show, but it worked. It was fun. Oh, and I found the goddamn phone holder for the for the stand <laughs> immediately after the episode ended. No, instead of having to make make a rig in the closet, like I could yeah, use that was, but it worked really good. Yeah, it worked. And then um, I don't know. We got to talk about mopeds, and some people got to chime in, you know, and ask some questions, and kind of spread the love around. And so, anyone who tuned in for that live, like, thanks for hanging out with us. Like, and we'll post it. On the internet sometime this week for everybody else. Maybe Wednesday or something. Yeah, and I think a little Jimmy is posting his stuff today as well. Possibly. Yeah, Second Chance did theirs on Saturday, right after the Zeros. Right before the Zeros. Right before the Zeros. Yeah. One day he's going to send me a message, stop calling me little Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> or some shit like that. Nah, dude, we got a new name for him, dude. Oh, yeah. Days. 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 <laughs> That's it. You heard it here first. Jim Henry from Second Strokes. I meant Second Chance, a moped podcast. His new official name in the moped community is Days. And if you want to know what that's short for, it's Days of Thunder. Because he fucking loves that shit. That's it. I like it. That's a great nickname. Rubbing his racing. Yo, Days. Yo, Days. And you know Justin's going to love that name. Yeah, Daisy. because of Daisy. Because <laughs> he plays Daisy, Daisy all day, Days. And he's always in a Days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you coming over? Yeah, I gotta smoke this blunt real quick. Though. <laughs> I'm like, where you no, at? No, I'm not coming over tonight, man. DZ just had a new update. <laughs> well, I smoked that blunt, and then I was like, damn, I ought to roll a joint. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. That was like kind of what I did with mopeds this week, and I'm sure it was what a lot of other people did from it, which is interesting because like people were like watching it, but you could see everyone else's cameras like in the group feed if you scroll through, and you see people wrenching on bikes sitting in their garages so it was cool getting to see like other people's like little workshops and garages and like the bikes they had i thought it was great it worked out really good seeing yeah. all of, you know i mean it's confusing because i'm not a computer guy but just <laughs> once i got the hang of it and you know chilled out but it was cool to see everybody talk and just bullshit and, and it was a nice even platform i yeah. got to see dogs and parrots and possums and cats <laughs> and angels possum yeah we got to see angels possum and i think they had a parrot in their house, some kind of bird in their house. It was squawking. That's funny. It was terrible. I tried to wrangle. I was like, we should wrangle the pig. Bring her in here. But then like, everybody might start bitching because you got to pick the pig up and it squeals like a motherfucker. Because uh, yeah. she has not been in the house yet, no. to the new house. So, And the gate and all that stuff is all totally different. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult to lure her out of the fence because it's onto like a different surface. So she mm-hmm. thinks it could be a cliff. She's got all that room in the room. Because she's blind and like... Yeah, not totally blind, but she's not like real... She doesn't have great vision. Pigs so, don't see very well. At least this one doesn't. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if it's true for all of them, but this pig's not not real... Uh, uh, what's the... Uh, she's no Hawkeye. <laughs> I've never heard that saying, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get Andy to show us Bella, but he was like, no, she's downstairs. I was like, okay. Lazy that- ass. That, that's Bella the pig. They have a pig too. Andy and Sarah. Mm. Shout out to yours. Uh, congrats on getting a new shop. 
know. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy what they pay for rent? Dude, what was it again? Like 500 bucks or something dumb? Yeah. It was something really dumb. 550 a month. They had so much room for a for warehouse. Money. Chad Space was crazy, too. Like a thousand bucks a month for like, what was it? 5,000 square feet. Yeah. Something like that. With giant headroom. The new Zero Shop, I think, is what, like 55 or 5,800 square feet? Something. Yeah, big. it's huge. I'm like, we couldn't get that here. Like, no. If you did, it'd have to be like real sketchy. No man's land. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it used to be the uh, Section 8 apartment complex, but now it's warehouse space. Yeah, it's going to be a real sketchy spot. Like,. <laughs> Where you can't trust leaving anything you own. <laughs> so it's like, then it just like defeats, defeats the, the purpose. purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I bought a warehouse and I put all my valuables there, and the next day, <laughs> they're all gone. It's like 1 800 got junk came here and just cleaned it out for me. I think we could do that though, and we just like get stupid insurance on it. And then we all cash the fuck in. No, these mopeds are no, worth something. The insurance is is costing more than it's worth on something like you that. You have to insure the bikes. You can't insure the bikes in the building because the bikes can have insurance yeah. on them. So you have to insure what? every single bike. But our bikes are so old that you can't put comp and collision, which is the comp is where you'd be covered if it got stolen. So it defeats the purpose. I mean, I mean what if I mean, it's because it's a, a loophole, actually? Yeah, because it's a bicycle. I've tried. I've tried. I mean, technically, it's a bicycle. But you. I've, I was like, does anyone do, like, vintage cars? You could do a vintage moped? And they're like, no. It doesn't like your... But your, like, rental insurance or something could, like, cover all the things inside of your home. How do people insure bicycles? So it, you- it, doesn't, it doesn't cover your cars or your mopeds or anything. Because those are things that can be insured on their own. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, you could get a building and you can get renter's insurance on the building and it's going to cover your tools and things like that. But if multiple people are in there, then everyone has to have their own policy for the same thing, and that's bullshit. It gets it gets real expensive. It's real convoluted. Yes. Okay, that's why I don't have any mopeds insured. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, th- I would think you could do it like a bicycle, though. Like somehow figure a way to insure it, like as a tangible item instead of a motor vehicle. No, it's a motor vehicle. It has license plates. It can have insurance. All right. Well, we just tell them that we bought this warehouse to store like the uh, all the brand new PS fives we bought in bulk, and they were all stolen. <laughs> we just need fake receipts. <laughs> oh my! No, I'm not trying to pull some fraud. Like, go down. For I know. I'd rather down. actually just buy all the fucking PSs and then flip them. Mm-hmm. But my brother said he tried to buy one, and like every time he tries to find one and buy one he's like yeah just make a deposit and we'll meet up it's <laughs> like no people think it's like no I'm gonna come pay cash he's like yeah well I can't do that it's like all scams yeah hmm. I can do that via PayPal or I can file a fucking claim yeah it's all Venmo they want Venmo or a cash app or something why didn't he just go to the store and buy one uh they're not fine. available because oh. of scammers and people using bots to buy them in bulk yeah mm. like there are people buying like a thousand PS5. Yeah, so when like and then trying to and then marking them up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they make an extra hundred bucks per. It's like, oh, they're going nothing. A hundred bucks or whatever. Way more than that now. Really? And yeah. people are buying it. If you're desperate, if your kid wants that fucking PS5 for Christmas, you can't find it anywhere. Remember when the um, Whack. the fuck that kid. The I mean, Wii's were really hard to find. Yeah. When they first came out, I was able to get one from like GameStop or whatever. But, like, people are spending a shit ton of money on those. It's kind of like every new game system happens. Yeah, exactly. The Wii was neat, but I'm not... 
I, I didn't like play, it that much. I don't play video games. Like so. when the new moped parts come out on treats and people just buy them up real quick. <coughs> Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> I don't buy them all up. <laughs> <laughs> I buy a couple, yeah. Like three or four. Yeah. Not too many. But I don't mark them up. Yeah, I just sell them for what I got them. on yeah. them. You know? Because that way if somebody in our neighborhood wants that part. And then if it doesn't sell, I just put it out in the wild. And be like, hey, I got one. Here, I'll ship it to you. I put it on this build. So I can sell a bike. Yeah, because I can't. Man, it's impossible. Have you? Yeah, you haven't put anything up for sale recently. Have I haven't. You? I haven't fixed anything. Like the only bike I have ready to go is already sold, and I'm still waiting on treats. Yeah, I got to get started on the next one. I still got two hobbits that are like could be done, but I'm like, I don't have time to do anything. I think Feel I'm ya. gonna. Do the next no taxi time. is try to find like a used crank and just put new bearings and seals on it and stalker it out. Yeah, stalker price five hundred yep. bucks, seven hundred bucks, <laughs> thousand bucks, whatever I can get. <laughs> I think uh, I don't know. I think I worked one hundred and forty hours this week. Tons. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. When do you have time to like sleep? That's not this week actually. That that'd be like two weeks. I think it'd be, I like I think say, I did like seventy. A lot of... Yeah, I think I worked like seventy hours this week. Yeah, Thomas is right there with you. On, on track to hit one forty for yeah. two. Yeah, but you get overtime. Oh yeah. Thomas which is doesn't. like which helps a lot. I've also like <laughs> I don't know. Shit's funny. I play this fucked up game in the towing world where like if you work for a motor club, which we, that's what we do, so. And I don't know if the other drivers do this or not, but I know the system pretty good. Where like a five mile tow pays the same as a jump start for the most part for the motor club because that like the first five miles is free or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a little bit of a difference, but I'll show up and flip a tow into a jump start as fast as I can on short toes and then try to get to the next jump start or lockout so I can get three or four calls in in the hour. That way, we more make more money versus yeah. one tow that takes me a total hour dealing with a customer and play this flip game with flipping car flipping toes into something else or like read it and try to turn it over to a cash call so i make more money doing it that way so that's the only way i can like get bonuses basically yeah. or i'll goa shit all the uh, time you don't want to tell your shit bud here pay, pay up real quick oh i get goa so I'll, I'll i'll show up to a tow and it says jump start needs a jump start only and they've gone through the process of asking the right questions and i'll show up and it needs a tow well i get them to pay me to jump start the car that it didn't work and then they pay me to tow it, so I get paid twice on the same call. There you go. Which is nice. Double dip in tea. <laughs> That's how you play the game. Make some money. Double dip in murder. Because the customer is not paying. Oh, the is also not always right. No, they don't know shit, man. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. I had to wake this guy no up idea. last night. And he's like, no, I need a jump start. And I'm like, I show up, and like, I see a truck there. I'm like, it's not quite at the right address, but it is a Red Ranger, Ford Ranger. So, like, I pull up next to it, and the truck, it's a loud diesel. You know, I got the lights on and shit. And I'm, like, looking around. I'm like, yeah, let me check the VIN. Look at the VIN. I'm, like, and then I was, like, oh, the window's down. The dude's, like, passed out in there sleeping. He's been at the bar hanging out. I'm, like, great. <laughs> He's coming for a tow for a ride home. Yeah, I'm, like, knocking on the window. The dude won't wake up. I'm, like, boom, 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 boom. And then finally I get my flashlight that flashes. And I start flashing oh, it at him, God. yell at him. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, hey. You know, get him up. He's like, oh, I just need a jump start, man. The last one didn't work as like I thought it would work. It didn't work as, as good as I expected it to. The battery, the alternator light's been on for a couple of days. I had it checked out, but they said it would probably be fine for a week or two. It's like, <laughs> no. If one jump start doesn't work, the second one's not either. Yeah, I said, <laughs> you got paid twice on that one. Dude, I jumped uh, this girl's car at work the other day. 
First time I ever jumped a car that was push button start. Cool. I was like, I would not have taken that liability. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> That's just dangerous, man. You can let the smoke out of the car. I don't know anything about it. I was like, it worked. Yeah, I put it, the cables on it. She pressed the button and started. But I was like, she's like, I don't know why it won't start. Like, click, 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 click. No, you don't even hear the click. You didn't hear any clicking. It was like she pushed the button and it makes some noise, but it wasn't like like when you turn a key and it's like click, click, click. It wasn't any of that. I get a bunch of old ladies who have push button start cars that have the key fob that the battery's just dead in the key fob. And they're just like, cars won't won't start. You need to jump. And I'm like, that's, you know, so I'm like looking at it. I'm like, everything's fine, you know? Like, so I, then you have to like find the location where the key fob gets closest to the transmitter and then the car will start. That's weird. I didn't know that was uh, how I it for, works. I forgot my brother has push button and I was uh, in the car trying to start it. When it started, it was, you push the button and nothing happened. Yeah, I so there's like, no key what? detected or whatever. What is, what's going on? And Thomas was on the riding lawnmower and he was kind of close to me, but then he went, <laughs> farther away and the car started so it was some kind of interference with oh. the riding lawnmower and the car sensors that it wouldn't start the car i do that shit on purpose i finally <laughs> i finally built my cell phone signal dropper <laughs> but only for my lawnmower <laughs> i don't want the cops being able to communicate while i'm driving to the liquor store that and your damn possum hunting shoes mm. <laughs> i can't find those i gotta find them your possum hunting shoes? Yeah, my damn uh, moccasins, my dr- tow truck driving shoes. That's the greatest shit when you flop out of the tow truck looking like you just got out of bed. You got my like pajamas <laughs> on and my possum hunting shoes and it's hair's probably, all squirrely. probably at the other house. But those are the best driving shoes, man. That's sick. Look at this shit. Behind the curtain? No, no behind the curtain talk. Oh, Real God. life talk. <laughs> but, those, but those nipples, man. <laughs> Ugh, juicy. Just want to flick it. I am so tired. I stayed up way too late Friday and Saturday, huh? chit chatting. You, you were at a rally. I know it's crazy. It's it's fun being at a rally, and then being home immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like, I kind of rally styled it this weekend too. Like I wore the same clothes on Saturday that I wore on Friday, so I was like in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was sharing cocaine straws. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's kind of that was that was fun. Like the the rally is fun. Going to the rally, awesome. You like I love the, the road trip. You load up with your bikes. You get the trailer in the morning. You get all the bikes. Everyone meets up at the same spot. Get all the bikes loaded. Someone cries about their fucking paint getting scratched. <laughs> or like fucking you know I don't think my bike secured properly. Is my gas like, off? Like motherfucker on my carb. If you wanted to load your bike properly, you would have been out there loading your bike instead of in the house drinking beers. Yeah, well, Jason and I are out there strapping bikes in down the fucking in the rain. fucking rain. Yeah. <laughs> I hope my bike's gonna. You think it'll be okay right there? Like, yo, it's fifteen bikes in now, so it's too late to fucking th- think about it. Yeah, like break my part on the way to the rally. But like, that's like the best part. It's like all exciting. You're getting all the shit. Like you're packing all the bags. You're like, oh, don't forget anything. Can I bring my motorcycle? <laughs> I want to bring a second bike. I'm going to bring my Tomas and my motorcycle. That way I can loan out my motorcycle. Can I like, bring... Bitch, you ain't loaning out your motorcycle. <laughs> can I bring three mopeds? Because I might try to sell two. And if I don't sell them, can I just bring them back? <laughs> well, no. I need the other two to make the one I'm actually bringing run. Exactly. One way trip bikes only you gotta sign a waiver like if you bring this bike it doesn't come back <laughs> remember i did that man i was like no broken bikes man if the shit doesn't run it's not going on the trailer that's funny 
But that's like the best part, like loading and getting on the shit, and you like get in the van and you're driving there. And the everyone's, food. Everyone's gun ho. They're fucking either taking some Zans or some shit to go to sleep, <laughs> or like they're fucking all like dosed up, like fucking having a blast, drinking. And you're like, man, I hope they'd stop drinking because I know they got a pee soon. Yeah. <laughs> and then take all the pee stops, and you're like, hurry up. Clock's running on the fucking gas station. Yeah, we, we were only at a half a tank. Did we leave anyone? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you're playing music, and you play like, you know, you're playing your tracks, and like, you know, you get to play some funny song no one's heard before, and they're like, what the fuck is this? Like, oh yeah, that, that's Candy Liquor. <laughs> Great track, you know? <laughs> oh, if you haven't played that yet, uh, just look up Marvin Cease's Candy Liquor. Great song. Uh, real entertaining. <laughs> Try to do it in karaoke. So this is when, when we need the uh, the shit hooked up so we can just play it. Then we get kicked off the iTunes and shit. We can't play other people's songs. Mm-hmm. Fiddlesticks. Yeah, you gotta have like... Fiddlesticks. The shit for it. But yeah, <laughs> that's like the best part. Go in the rally, you get there, you fucking pull in the parking lot, you're honking the horn and screaming, hooting and hollering, and like you hop out, and you're like, what's up? Richmond's here, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're deep. Like, we used to go to rallies like, what, 12 people, 15 people deep? Yeah. Easily, was, yeah. yeah. We'd show up and like, okay, Richmond is the rally. And then Aaron Fowler would come with us by himself in yeah. his car. He was smart. A trailer. <laughs> he was smart. Yeah. One, one car, one bike. Like, don't bother me. Oh, you guys are stopping the pee? I'll see you next. Uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Kept going. Great gas mileage. Like, Axe's in a car with him. He's like, and she's like, he's not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't blame him. Go. Fuck. Get out of here. Yeah, but we just like, oh, that part's great, man. You get there, you have a blast, you do the rally, you ride, you party, you stay up too late, you know, you wake up too early, like, you know, you have a good time, and then it's Sunday. Except for this time, we're at home. Yeah. Sunday, I can wash my balls in my own shower room. Yeah, and you also don't have the, like... Drive. The drive home (laughs) is never as fun as the drive there. No, never. The drive home is like a chore. Yeah. You're like, all right, man, we gotta make it back. Yep, everyone's fucking <laughs> yeah, beat. Like, the gas stops are still just as bad. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> smelly in the van. You're like, yeah, wash your dirty feet before you get in. No one take their shoes off. Like, this <laughs> <laughs> just gives me the piss shivers, man. It's like pet peeves, you know. Yeah. It's like, Ugh. like after the rally, leave the shoes on. Uh, Colorado driving okay. home from there was long the worst. journey. I know shit. Worst. I literally have like foot shoe spray in my truck for rallies mm-hmm. for other people's shoes. I remember we had like baby wipes. So it's just like a yeah. large pack of baby wipes here. Everyone take a fucking whore bath real quick. <laughs> yes. I cannot yeah. fucking like rub it down. We all are stuck in this truck together or the van together for this long ass ride. Yeah. Get that, get that fucking little nugget off your butt, <laughs> dude. After that Action City rally where we got caught in that damn monsoon hurricane shit, and everyone's covered in rain, we just got poured rain on and sweaty and spare shoes. Everyone's fucking sweat, <coughs> sweating out the booze, you know. Yeah. Before we came home, we hit the Walmart, and like everyone went inside. We got fresh socks. Like, you know, slippers. Some uh, Hello Kitty towels. <laughs> fucking baby wives. Everyone got clean. We're, like, we're, we're going here where everyone's going to get clean before we get in the car for this 25-hour drive home. Like, Just stop at the truck stop. Make everybody take a shower. Fill up. I think I it's like 50 cents a shower room. I don't want to take a shower in a truck stop shower. It seems sketch. No, nah, it works. Have you done it? No, but it's still a shower. I mean, people take gym showers all the time. I'm fairly the same thing. I don't do thing. that either. I and mean, what do you think the truckers are doing in there? I, d- 
I don't. I just I don't, don't like. I mean, they taking... drive all day and all night, living in their trucks. They're probably just yeah. showering. Yeah. I know. And I Dana... didn't. I didn't think they're doing anything other than showering. But still, it's a communal shower, and I don't even like using communal bathrooms. Yeah, put your slippers on. You'll be all right. Yeah. Got to go on with your slides. I do. I know, That's like right. Dana and Brittany and them, when they moved to California, they just like lived in the van and showered at a gold gym. Yeah, yeah they got buy, a membership. Yeah, buy a gym membership. That's what Jordan's doing right now. Got a gym membership and just like showers there. Jordan can just I use the like house. I feel like that might be yeah. cleaner than a truck stop I don't shower. Know. I'd say it'd be on the same level of cleaning, cleanliness. Like someone has to clean it, you know, sign the chart. You want to try that again? Yeah. Cleanliness. There we go. It's next to godliness. <laughs> You're a boy scout. That's right next to godliness. Uh, loneliness is... Oh, yeah. All my honor. I was I'll go do my best to do gonna... my duty to evade the scout laws, to no, help no, other people at all one. times, keep gonna, myself mentally strong, fully awake, fully straight, or something like that. That's some Boy Scout shit. Yeah. I don't know about that. I was I was talking more about Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they got a new album coming out, <laughs> I think. That's the band who does that, right? <laughs> you know, some shit like that. No clue. No, no clue. I don't know. Nope. We're going to have to look that shit I'm up not, later. If you know what the fuck I'm talking about, because I carefully don't know. And I'm not the biggest Smashing Pumpkins fan. Put it in the comments. I think they're great. I just if don't we know. If we were on a Zoom them. meeting, people could help us out right now. So we ought to just do the whole thing on the Zoom now. I kind of like that platform. That way we can have other people chime into the yeah, conversation. Maybe we'll set some shit up and just like live stream all our podcasts on Instagram. Yeah, do a test run or something. That'd be easy. Hmm. I, I'm still Because it's still the, the same recording the platform. Yeah. The camera thing is supposed to be able to live stream to YouTube, and we have a YouTube channel, so we should be able to like do that with an actual like real camera and i can plug the camera audio in there so they get good audio yeah i gotta buy like two cables and a better tripod anyway we do have a guest today okay (laughs) (laughs) i was having fun with it just being us Mm-hmm. I guess I'll I guess I'll just go deep into my cell phone lurking now. Not I don't even, even have social media on my. <laughs> What's on the my... game you play? Sudoku. Yeah, she's playing Sudoku like a like a fucking addict. Mm. Always. It's like you watching TV. Yes, but she's down here doing this. Aaron's a Sudoku player. I'm listening to the TV. You could put headphones in and listen to the podcast. So today we do have a guest. His name is Dan. Hey too. He too. Yeah. And he's on Instagram known as Moped Seat Dude, which is like kind of cool what he's doing, you know, because everyone's got these shitty moped seats and you know how shitty they are. And they get all ripped and they're torn because they're 30 years old and they're dry riding and falling apart. And he's someone in the community you can send your seat to and he'll hook you the fuck up and get your shit. You know, I actually nice need this service too. Everyone needs this service because I have a bike that the seat cover is jacked on, and I want to keep the factory seat. Yeah, so he's your man. Yeah, I remember going to Inverness Rally and there being a really nice seat guy down there in Florida, but I don't remember who that dude is. Oh shit. Wrong number. Providence Road. Hello. Yo, Dan, what's up, dude? What's going on? Chilling. Welcome to the Moped Monday podcast. Hello. Uh, hey. Shitty podcasting. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got Thomas, myself, Biggie, or Jason, and Ashley in the studio tonight. Hey. Hello. Hello, hello. Hold on. So, why don't you, we kind of talked about you a little bit, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? So, uh, I'm 
Dan Hitu, a.k.a. the Moped Seat Dude. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's me, uh, right out here in, uh, Swansea, Massachusetts. Salute. Massachusetts. Salute. Massachusetts. Dude, I, print, yeah, I was printing some stupid shirts at, at work this week. I print the shirts for the, for Harvard's bookstore. So if okay. anyone who goes to Harvard buys, like, a fucking bookstore shirt, that's me. Down, down in Virginia Sweet. printing them. And we did this stupid one today. It was, like, dog, doggedly. And the other one's catedly or something fucking stupid. <laughs> and they're, like, dictionary plays. Yeah, and they're, like, per Persachusis or oh. Wolfachusis. I'm, like, oh, my God. What? These are so fucking cheesy. <laughs> Don't don't wear that around here. Someone's gonna say something. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I, I'm more of a fan of the uh, titty bats. Uh, I helped gentrify this neighborhood, and all I got was this t-shirt. So that would go well. That's <laughs> how you guys locate the uh, the tourists is when they're wearing stupid fucking t-shirts. That's such a good shirt too, man. I'm just like, yeah. dude, like if that shirt doesn't sell out every time he prints it, I'm like, I'm in a I'm in a gentrifying neighborhood. It's not like fully there, but it's like on its way. I got like a new, I always like, like or- to say, uh, we're on the up and up, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you get like one or two CrossFits and like, you know, a coffee shop, like we got one of the, what's that fucking drink that sucks? Uh, Starbucks? Oh, bubble, no, no, no. Bubble tea? Not that. Yeah, that's that's too. <laughs> that sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the other one. Kichum, Jamba juice. Kichum, ketchum. Uh, I, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it's called. Some shit. Any smoothie bar moves in. Yeah, you're like, damn it. <laughs> See, my neighborhood went the opposite direction for a minute. We started getting like four or five cash, check cashing places and like title line places for a minute. I was like, fuck yeah, things it's, are going back to normal around here. It's going down. <laughs> Hell yeah. I kind of like it uh, a little hood. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm from a spot called Ocean Grove. So we've got a spot down here called the Happy Clam. It's kind of like family guys, like the drunken clam. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, man. It's just. <laughs> That's the I don't know type of place that uh, you can just go there and drink alone if you want. <laughs> I like I knew that sh- the shitty neighborhood dive bar like Richmond. Yeah, is we're, we've been slowly losing all our dives. I think we're down to like three. Yeah, and yeah, like, a lot of them aren't going to make it. You know, yeah. it's like sad, but you know they're closed for a long time, and it's like ah shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a good opportunity. So like when a shit goes back again, we can start our dive bar. And make it extra dirty. Yes. <laughs> like legit dirt floor. <laughs> this Moped bath- Monday dive bar. Oh, yeah. We- this bathroom's <laughs> been neglected top. for six months. None of us have the time to open a dive bar. We'll just what call it Monday bar. <laughs> you think it's going to be dirty enough for my moped look? You know? I don't mm. know. <laughs> yeah, instead of having soap, there'll be two-stroke oil in the pumps. Sweet. Excellent. <laughs> instead of having one of those signs that say shirts must be worn, we say no shirts allowed. No shirts required. <laughs> no shirts required. <laughs> Must be greasy white shirt. Done. <laughs> Dude, yeah, so okay. how'd you get in the mopeds? I, I'm, we'll definitely get into the seat thing because oh, like, yeah, you're that, the moped man. seat dude. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm actually glad that I got your real name today because I was like, damn, I've been calling this guy Seat Dude for for a while now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's totally cool. It works. I mean, uh, my favorite package so far has been addressed to mr dude <laughs> cool <laughs> but, uh, yeah if you don't tell me your name i'm just gonna use your instagram handle and here you go there's yeah, your uh there's your seat. <laughs> mr dude my guy <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. so how'd you get into the mopeds man uh it's kind of interesting uh my friend 
Eugene, who lived above me for a while, like seven years, lived above me. One day comes home from work and he's like, oh, can you help me get something out of the truck? And of course, I'm going to help him. So I go out there and I didn't know what it was at the time, but he had a 2008 Tomo Sprint just laid in the bed of his work truck. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. And, you know, like I knew enough about, you know, how to start a moped or whatever. So we checked and there was some fuel in there and <laughs> I had Eugene hold the spark plug while I kicked it over <laughs> the shock. <laughs> He's just like not used to that shit. So it was like... The setup. Yeah, yeah, like, good, fuck yeah, good that's humor. the greatest thing like, ever. Oh, 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 fuck. I'm like, well, that's good. That's fuck. So bitch. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> what are friends but, for? Oh, yeah, dude, totally. So we, uh, yeah, we just, you know, put it on reserve kicked it a couple of times and it started right off and it was like holy shit man this is cool <laughs> it's like a moped rite of passage man just like it because you know you've done it to yourself not necessarily but at some point in time like you understand how spark plugs work and what might happen but to like see somebody else who doesn't know like yeah hold the spark and check it see if it's doing it because they don't have a fucking clue <laughs> i was like brutally picked on by my cousins as a kid my aunt owned horses and they had electric fences so they'd like daisy chain me at the end of the fence like oh let's all hold hands and go see the horse and they'd just hold on to the electric fence and I'm on the receiving end, dude. It sucks. It'll just run through that person and into you. Like, fuck. No. Oh, so. Yeah, but anyway, uh, you know, I, I got on the fucking thing and I was like, this is cool. And I've been playing music for so long and I didn't have a moped and Eugene was like, oh, I'm prone. Ride mine anytime. And uh, I, I ended up rushing as fast as I could to like sell amps or bases or whatever and I ended up buying a fucking moto became hell yeah and that rocked me fucking hard dude. very discouraging <laughs> was it was it a good moto became or was it a bad moto became so I'll say that it was a pretty moto became and that was like <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all very pretty the moto became so is probably the best thing like. yeah well that was the thing like Eugene had this tomos and like uh, just off the bed of a truck it just ripped and he was just that was the assumption it was like oh well that one's fucking cool looking it's going to be just as fast by that <laughs> one and you know and i was like yeah it makes total sense it's 50 cc it's 50 cc i don't see the difference it's got all the specs so, yeah uh it ended up being a 50 l so it was the non-variated version to boot and i had Fuck. no idea and i'm like looking at tomahawk mopeds as like complete noob novice i'm like oh, oh fuck, man. this thing's gonna rip we went no. down the same rabbit hole. This thing must have yeah. the wrong spark plug in it. It only goes twenty. Oh well, I'll just get, I'll just clean the carburetor out, and it's like a Gertner, and I have no clue that it's like going to be a huge deal to put that back together without making it leak again, you know? And no, then it's like, oh, I'll put a Dewardo on there, but <laughs> I had no no clue, and I struggled real hard, and I, but I got it to run, and I took it out on on rides, and you know didn't keep up with the Tomos necessarily, but they were, you know, Eugene was polite and let me yeah. follow close by. <laughs> I mean, that's tight, too, yeah. that you, the least you came in with somebody to ride with, like, right off the gates. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, I mean, that that was cool, and, you know, yeah, uh, I, I ended up, shit, man, I met my, my best, probably one of my best friends down the street. He's a moped rider, and I met because I crashed. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Like, uh, I kind of like dove right into him. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Head on. <laughs> it won't stop. 
No, it's an addiction and it's a madness. It's like, probably his fault. He probably heard what he what he thought was a moped, but it could have been a weed whacker or a leaf blower, and he got all excited and ran out into the street. And you know, every every damn time, I think it's my brethren, and it's a fucking weed whacker. Like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be there. I'll be out in the yard because I know somebody's coming over, and I, and I'll be in the garage. And I'm like, oh, huh? that, must, that must be them. I can hear them. Best. Not, like, wait, wait for a second. I'm like, ah, oh, no, that's totally a motherfucking leaf blower out there. Just get it. <laughs> Best game, yeah. best game in mopeds, especially once you have like a decent community and friends and people you ride with, is like guessing who's about to pull up when you hear the bike. Oh yeah, we're like, really good at that. Like knowing the sound of your friends' bikes. Yeah, whether it's I like to balls about that for sure. Oh, like especially if some we have like a, a our friend Billy. Billy pickles his exhaust snaps every fucking chance it gets. So you know it's Billy. You know? <laughs> Who's it going to be first? Well, he's the fastest and the loudest. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Dude, you said Holy you were, shit. I don't know, it's a weird sidetrack, but you were talking about having to like sell like music equipment to like get your bike. Like what, what music did you play? Oh man, I have played some like, uh, shitty, <laughs> shitty like metal. And then like some, uh, I would call like, like, pro skater type punk rock, you know, <laughs> uh, I played a lot of bass. Uh, uh, we had a band called, uh, the fuck was <laughs> party wolf. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> All right, guys, um, check it out. Myspace.com. Fuck it. Party wolf. Dude. Yeah. Definitely get disappointed. <laughs> You're prepared to nap. Oh uh, man. Yeah. I used to play like, Screamo and metal and, uh, I don't know, anything that was just loud and angry because, you know, that's, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. I played, Matt. <laughs> I played some fucking church in Boston. It, it was like, I can't even remember the place was fucking called. Right. It was a weird spot. Yeah, like, everybody would assume, especially because I'm from Mass, that I would know. I have no fucking clue about Boston, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I live by the water on the other way, so like I'll just be like, yeah, that church in Boston, fucking sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Place was yeah. got got robbed. Fucking went home broke. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, awesome stage dive. Hit the ground. Don't remember. Yeah. You know? <laughs> got, got beat up by some crew. Now I'm now I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Calling in from heaven. <laughs> oh my god. To, glad to get chowder first. They brought the cameras oh. out. They were like, this is FSU. You're on tape. And I was like, run! Dude, I don't want to mess around on that. No, no way. <laughs> it's like, uh, we, what, we used to play at the Fairhaven VFW. There was like our show and then another show. And then somebody got stabbed and then somebody got <laughs> shot. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Why can't we play at the VFW? That place rules. You know? And I was like, we're just young assholes just playing such shitty metal, like screaming. <laughs> Just drunk, like ah, whatever. Yeah. I'm calling oh from our, I'm calling Arabia. <laughs> In the VFW, though, like a like military, like VFWs were known for having shitty metal shows. What are you talking about? I, I don't know yeah, anything man. about it. Yeah, I mean, like, but you'd see like a band that fucking killed sometimes, especially if you're like playing, you thought you were hot shit, and then next thing you know, it's like some band you've never heard of comes from way the fuck out, and they're doing whatever you know, the same thing you wish you were doing, and mm. they rip. It's oh, yeah. cool, man. They were like good shows, you know. But that's I mean, for like, the most part, that's like the yeah. positive side of like that whole crew, like that whole scene of music is like you never know because the kids who go to shows or the kids making these bands, and then like 
out of nowhere, you're like, whoa, this band is actually killing it. And you have no clue that, like, that guy you met, like, a month ago is in some sick band. And then you find out, and you're like, oh, oh. they're fucking shit up. Oh, yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> no shit. They are out there grinding, like, anybody else that actually, like, did it that way back then, you know? So. Yeah, and the comfort level <laughs> on stage just makes it, you know, like, the difference. Like, you get a bunch of guys up there, and, like, they're, they think they're the shit. And you get some guys that are, like actually the shit and they're way more comfortable on stage that you know like project so much better i think that's kind of like what doomed everybody anyway is like locally you'd get some popularity and you were like that band that drank and partied and everything like that and then all of a sudden it was like oh no there's talented people that are like focused on the music and not just like you know jumping around with their butt <laughs> yeah you know totally so like they come in and it'd be like either a reminder or you just keep partying and like some people like there's plenty of people that are still doing it and they're making good music and then you know uh, I mean I was on the uh, you know the other end of the spectrum where it was yeah. just like this is a fuck ton of fun and there's plenty, now it's, there's still plenty of people that are out there still touring and like doing it and actually making a little bit of money and they're partying their ass off but like they're still broke ten years later. But they're dr- partying every night, you know, having fun. a blast. Yeah, the, yeah. The tour pays for the booze and the hotel, and that. And well, it's, yeah, it's the illusion, it's the expectation that you like have from it. You know what I mean? If that's what you want, cool. But yeah. like, I don't think that's what anybody really wants in the Dude, long run. You know? There's this sick fucking like YouTube. I can't remember what the channel's called. Like, I think if you just like look up like, I don't know, like so, like realities of pop punk or something, and this guy's oh just God. like. On YouTube, talking about like pop punk, we're in a band, we're killing it. Like collectively as a, as a whole, we make like <laughs> something ridiculous, like night nineteen thousand dollars to split between six of us <laughs> <laughs> annually. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like yeah. it's it's just like all these like cliches that are like like facts of being in bands like that. Like that he's just like putting on blast. Like it's so Kill funny, <laughs> dude. It's Everybody's hilarious. still rocking. Yeah. Uh, that was like uh, I saw Newfound Glory playing a free summer concert. This was years and years ago, and uh, they stopped in the middle of everybody like fucking thrown down in a pit. And the guy's like, "I'm singing about like holding you or like singing you to sleep, dude." So these guys are like bashing each other right now. <laughs> like, whatever, man. And they just kept playing. I was like, "All right, <laughs> whatever." Like nobody gave a shit. Was, I don't know that decline. Wow. So I, yeah. so I kind of found it uh, behind the scenes. I just did a quick YouTube search, uh, pop punk, be like, and just like, look up this kid's shit. It's like 2 million views, it's like every pop punk, vo- every pop punk vocalist. And it's just like the dumbest shit ever. There's a whole like list of shit, dude. Very After Very this, enjoyable. everyone go check that shit out. Cause it's, <laughs> but back to mopeds. Do it. Back to mopeds. Yeah. More about that shit. <laughs> So yeah, uh, cold weather you, riding. No, ooh, yeah. You listen to me. Um, I'll be awkward. You keep me flowing on a topic. Here I go. Cold weather riding. <laughs> Here's what we do. Okay. He's a freestyler. Yeah. Oh no, dude. Uh, Come you know moped what? juice I, I'm, world. I'm soft, man. A lot of you guys out there like ride year round. You know, like uh, sometimes I'm like put off by it because I honestly don't. Uh, there come a point. Especially if there's snow on the ground, where I'm out, man, I'm just out. You know, you'll get, uh, get real winners too, right? Yeah. So, um, like, shit. Thursday, we're supposed to get like 20 inches of snow, maybe, and <laughs> <laughs> like, Ugh. okay, cool. You know, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't want it either. So, but uh, it yeah, comes I mean, to the point. 
People you know, ride like, in it though, but just not me. You know. Yeah. Well, not, no, that's not they ride it, but not anywhere. They ride in the grass behind their house, and they put the bike away. No, I've seen guys riding down Nine Mile Road. It's snowing like a motherfucker. There's like slush and ice, and it's been snowing. And a guy on a motorcycle just cruises on through. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you yeah. doing, man? When you man? got ten yeah. DUIs, and that's the only way you can get to work. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I live next to a place called Fall River, Massachusetts, and that sounds, you know, it's like, hey, man, I'm here. Right. It's just, it's the truth, man. Uh, there's, you know what? There's plenty of people that do it, though, and you see guys out here on, like, their crazy BMW, like, Enduro, whatever the fuck, just out in the snow, man, riding, like, yeah, that's what I do, you know? So, I mean, me, as far as on a moped, I don't know. I've crashed a couple of times, and I'm, I'm soft and scared, dude. I don't, I don't recover that fast anymore you know <laughs> those old bones like, man you're growing yeah, up yeah now nah, i'm growing up man it sucks you know but like, i miss being I mean, able to bounce back oh man there's no bouncing anymore <laughs> yeah man I, I crashed again this year and it was like the lightest little baby crash but it gave me so much fucking road rash um it was like Wicked embarrassing because it was in front of there's like a local motorcycle shop and all that kind of <laughs> You get so uh, old when you crash, rigor mortis instantly sets in, so you just skid, you don't roll, and you're like, you're like, oh, I'm back, here we go. It's just like the same painful slow motion where you're like, ah, you know, like the whole time. Not and, again. Uh, well, the problem well, is okay. you, when you crash, you're looking to see who's around you instead of just rolling with the crash. You're looking to see who's who saw you. <laughs> Okay, so that's why this this story in particular is star, solid gold because uh, <laughs> I'm on my way to my buddy Nick's birthday party. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, you know, just to say what's up and hang out and fucking all of a sudden I'm taking this right on this street and there's like an extra car parked where there never is and I hit a manhole cover and it was like smooth as glass. And I laid it down right in front of the busy motorcycle shop that's right there. And, like, three dudes come out. And they're like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, I'm in a, a, like, red T-shirt with black shorts and an American, you know, like the, what is it, the Easy Rider, Stars and Stripes helmet, you know. And uh, I got a big old belly button fanny pack. It just looks like a big gut. So, I've seen those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just the DUI guy. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah. right. give, me a, give me a ticket or whatever. So, you should have been like, yeah, you think that's cool? Wait till you see my next trick. Well, the guy's like, holy shit, are you all right? I'm like, oh, I fucked up my fanny pack. You know, like being a smart ass. <laughs> but it was like, it was like a local, like, it was. It was a voting day, so, like, the Council on Aging is, like, right across the street. And, of course, there's an EMT and, like, uh, you know, like, like old top brass, like, two two dudes, like, an old, like, stars and stripes cop, like, cool dude, uh, and EMT, and they're just like, yeah, I want to go to the ambulance up the street, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, man. <laughs> No, this is a moped. This happens this all the time. This is a big deal. <laughs> I said, well, you know, this is part of it. He's like, no, it's not really. I'm like, man, I really you know, disagree I meant to do with that. you right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you talking about, so. man? Reckon's riding. 
Oh, so embarrassing. Like, I, I'm closer to my front door than I am to, like, his ambulance. And, like, I'm bloody and covered in road rash. And then, like, I got to go home. My wife's there, and she is not polite to me when I injure myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say. Statistically, uh, every wreck happens within five miles of the home. Uh, well, she's, you know, God damn it. She's <laughs> always saying that, too. And, uh, <laughs> you're too comfortable. You think you could just buzz around the corner. She's right, you know. <laughs> yeah, she knows. No, no. It's like for a second, you're like this weird, like New Jersey accent starts coming out of her. <laughs> oh, it's it's definitely the Fall River accent, and it, all, all your R's just go away. And that the a, they pronounced A H. Uh, you That's know, funny. So, our, we did yeah. a we did a podcast episode with our friend um, Robin from the White Line Riders, okay. and also the Ripperellas. You got to check the episode out because she was from like up north like Rhode Island and like moved away like down south. Oh and, yeah. Like, and when she was down here, no accent. She'd been in North and South Carolina for years. She's been living down here with she Atlanta. She forgot that horrible past. Went out west. Oh. And, then she, and then she moved back and then she moved back home. And then we had the podcast episode with her and she had been like back home working in a diner in like Rhode Island or some shit. It's just like Diner. Yeah. The fucking accent. Oh, dude. hello, sweetie. It came back oh. so hard. Well, the joke is there's more Boston accents in Rhode Island than there are Boston. So it's just, uh, you know, <laughs> what happens, man? It was like you a know, lot you... of like, do-do-do-do-do, and like, <laughs> it was great. It's just, uh, what is it, coffee, milk, and Sharif, and uh, all that good shit. And Family Guy, 24-7 Family Guy. Yeah. It was great. Oh, man. Yeah. That's funny, man, because like, uh, you see it happen all the time, like, friends that move down to Florida and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you're, you speak so eloquently. Like, <laughs> wow, it's a melting pot. You guys totally lost your accent. And you know, they come back up here and same thing. You're slinging your arms in five minutes. It's done. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Budweiser and a Marlboro kid. Just, you know, <laughs> relax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so Dude, so yeah, you, have, a, have a fucking butt heavy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so you started with that Mo Cane, like, uh, and that's kind of like the beginning of the the fucking slippery slope that we call it. Uh, how how far did you fall, and how long did it take to fall the rest of the way? Okay, so I got that fucking Mo Cane, and uh, like I said, I struggled with it for a long time, and. Uh, what it basically came down to was I had a Rhode Island license at the time and it is a fucking bitch to register a uh, moped in Rhode Island. It's just the truth. If you want anything vintage or cool, you need all the paperwork. That's it. I mean, you got to have insurance and it's tough. So, uh, I found a motor Marina Raven and that was in Narragansett, which like that's, like an hour ride for me and it was 300 bucks with a valid reggie and i was like oh my god i'm going so i did and uh that's that's when i fell hard man like wicked fucking hard holy shit um i like immediately started like researching further like into treat land and everything because previously it was just like motobicane and maybe a little tomos but like i didn't really understand like the inner workings of a moped yet i was just kind of like this like kid in a candy store like i fucking gotta buy every cool part no matter how much i know about it i'm gonna put it on this thing and try to make it work like this big spaghetti <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. uh and yeah that, i mean that's that's basically what i did was played around with the uh raven until i blew it up and that was uh 
and then I had to rebuild it. <laughs> no, not a Raven. Yeah. Raven's like well, super rare bike. Those are cool bikes. Like the fact that it has like a subframe is like the best part. It's it's a good stylish design and the motors are great. The wheels are good. I think it was like the thing that you know what it was is the motor became was like trial by fire. Like I got the thing running, <laughs> like got the basic principles, and then when I got the Raven, I knew it could do better, but like I wasn't so keen on the idea of like how different Minarellis were from one another or even like motor became were from one another. So I'm like just playing with jetting and stuff and then I go for like that long ride where it's like you're unsure and totally unprepared and of course I broke down, you know, and like uh, I ended up doing foolish stuff like buying like a V1 uh, L, like the just the air-cooled head because V1s are, you know, fan-cooled, they're force-cooled. Mm-hmm. And anyhow, uh, so I'm like putting it all together, like doing everything I can. And I, I remember posting it on on uh, New England Mocha on, on Facebook and it was like, dudes on there were like, dude, you're going to blow that up in two seconds with that head on there. It's not right. And they were right, of course. And I was just such a noob and it just forced me to like dive into the manuals, like search around a moped army and, and kind of figure out, you know, how to, how to like get into an engine. But my, my friends are basically the real reason that I learned how to work on any of this, this shit, to be honest with you. So, how many, you know. friends, how many friends do you have riding with you? Uh, I'm part of I'm part of Brute Squad Moped Club, so I felt like oh, or, yeah, like Brute uh, Squad, Brute <laughs> Squad. Is that like the yeah, shit you dude. buy your dad for Christmas that he doesn't really want? The Brute? <laughs> no. Well, it's like it's mandatory that you take a shot of that every week, you know. Uh, no. It's like no. he we pour in our gas tank so the two-stroke smoke smells like brute cologne. Oh my god! Yeah, you have to. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, get a pour it in your tank, man. And if you don't, if you don't at least blow up one engine, you're out. You know, <laughs> like uh, brute, brute squad. Yeah, man. Fucking. It's cool uh, having a good group of people to ride with. Uh oh, you, you son of a bitch! <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. Brute squad. Okay, sorry. Oh, had it's, to, a had to, it's a tumult. It's a tumult. Had to put on the brute squad song. Oh, if you guys haven't heard that, that yet, I don't want you getting burnt. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard that yet. Go to, go to SoundCloud and uh, just search Brute Squad. Yeah, listen to me in my younger days, uh, just getting into mopeds, and that's how that is how excited I was about mopeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we made a couple really bad songs too. Oh, dude, it's it's like I think it's a you know okay, so I did all the rock and roll shit, right? Found mopeds, I was already doing some dumb rap stuff which i say dumb but i really loved it yeah. and then the mad scientist eugene who also got the moped that got me into mopeds decided like we're gonna write this song about the brute squad and the mopeds back when like it was like me nick zach and steven in the mo in the in, in the brute squad and it was like yeah fuck yeah dude, this is funny as shit <laughs> you know like it was like four of us that like zach had moved from arizona and talked to nick Nick is the dude I met after I crashed. I met him all bloody at a gas station and he, <laughs> he introduced me to Steven and Ray who were like these two gurus that hang out in a fucking garage in Pawtucket. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, 
I'll show you how to steal your exhaust, kid. You, you know, like, now you can uh, now you come and ride with us and slow us down all day long, but it'll still be fun. <laughs> you know? what, what if the dream was, like, maybe they'll pick us up and give us a record deal and we can tour the world do, riding our mopeds? You know what? It would be cool as shit, man. You know, we'll Never make it show to show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? If you're, like, our diehards are there waiting, but they're also there on mopeds. It's like, fucking right on time, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so I, I fucking love it, man. My my buddies, uh, especially I'll say Stephen, and, and has like nurtured my V one knowledge <laughs> and been very patient with me because I still don't know a lot, but I know enough to like stay running. And uh, he's like someone I, you know, he he built the engine that's on my Raven now after I blew up my second engine. So. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you running on it right now? Uh, just the just the Polini eighty or you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it an eighty because that's the way they CC. yeah God. dude what <laughs> Treatland says eighty dude so <laughs> yeah uh, so I, mean, I got that that's still the good yeah. kid that's like everyone's gonna I don't know who's gonna talk shit zeros somebody crybabies uh the, 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 that eighty yeah. Polini is the best kit for Minarelli get out of here if, if you say well, different. <laughs> Listen, man, it's cool because, like, someone like me that's learning can really make big mistakes on that kit you could yeah. otherwise not make on other kits. It's just, the, it's a fact. It'll like, never die. You can't kill it. No. Like, see, when Steven first started playing around with him, I, I'm going to say this because I love to buck this off about it. Uh, he sold me a <laughs> Polini 80 kit, or 74, whatever, man, 80 kit. <laughs> and... He sees the soft sees it like four times, and he gave me like a new set of rings and another piston, and was like, "Here, dude, like fifty bucks." And I'm like, yeah, okay, hundred percent. So I just put everything that he had in there. I didn't know I could do this, but I just did it anyway. I just reassembled everything that he said was blown up, and like slabbed a whole bunch of oil in there and ran it. And <laughs> like uh, I, I've I've since done a rebuild on the engine, but I have not changed those that piston or rings it's the same thing it just runs it it's runs just, it's not like it goes bad i mean it's like yeah, it's sometimes, not sometimes shit just runs man it might not run as fast or as good as like a perfect cylinder but i have half soft steez ass kits that would run in the I, garage i was running a kit that had like a giant score like so deep to the nicosol into the aluminum <laughs> like yeah real bad but i'm like yeah it'll probably tear a ring up but it'll like work itself back together a little bit and then it ran reasonably well i didn't you know for what i was doing with it it was fine i'm i want to remind everyone that i'm not out here like racing for the fucking tomahawks off or like doing bakers or anything like that i am your backyard basement fucking you know like dude that's trying to put this shit together you're not doing you're not doing gp east no man i wish guy no (laughs) yeah so what's your what's your baker's dozen build you know what man i'm a couple of pounds too heavy for that i'm like too i've picked up too much volume and (laughs) we got we got slimmer guys in the squad that fucking rip you know (laughs) you don't gotta go full tuck you just gotta like build a like aerodynamic suit you put well, on, you know, you know? I, I'm just building my cafe racer. That's not a joke. I'm totally doing it. So whatever. Yeah, cafe you're, ooh, you're, reverting, you're reverting to mopeds like 10 years ago. 
Well, you know what? It's I like you just do. got a first bike again. So that's how you know he's I a wanna, purist. Yeah, yeah he's I, I want to piss everybody off. I'm going back. It's a coffee racer, so you know, just <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I'm putting clip on. Ba- I'm putting clip on bars underneath the bottom triple tree. Yeah, how, how low can you get your handlebars? Can you put them on, gonna, the, on the axles? I'm actually welding a uh, coffee holder tray to the uh, you know support bar in the middle, so I can yeah. carry four at once. Yeah, so it's like a cafe racer. racer that is also that's a cafe sponsored by. Dunkin' Donuts that runs. I want to get decals made up for it where it's just, you know, it's a kook top tank, but like it's on a Minarelli frame and it looks like Dunkin' Donuts. I'll ride that. Yeah. Who cares? It's like fucking coffee, cafe racer. Coffee shop bike. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Get just some like plastics for the wheels so they look like donuts. I'm not hmm. putting M bars on it. I'm not doing anything like that, but you know, like, did I inadvertently build one? Maybe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But, like, do I realize that everyone has done this? Fuck yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> Everyone's been there. they talking hard, looking like I'm riding super fast, and then someone on a Tomos is just going to blast me. Like, fuck you, man. Comfort- <laughs> comfortably. Thomas built yeah, this easily. Fuck- Thomas built this fucking Pook Maxi that he, that he recently sold to one of the uh, Lady Kings in Richmond. Lady Kings! We fuck! <laughs> oh, shit. Um, oh, it's got the M bars on it. Yeah, and it's got M bars we- on it. And it's Sweet. but it's got a and it's got a tallish seat. It's like slammed, okay. but it's like fully padded. It's not like the skateboard seat. So your ass, oh, dude. So your no ass is above skateboard or nothing. <laughs> your, your ass is above the handlebars, and riding that bike is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done. Well, but yes, but it looks really good sitting there parked. It, yeah, it looks really good from afar. <laughs> it should be mandatory that every cafe racer be parked in front of lighting, like have their own. It's own backlighting, so I it's just it ready be, for a photo. I, I thought it was mandatory that they always had to be parked in front of graffiti. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, any, like a nice any, mural. Any step through that I got, like, a support bar recently, you got to fucking put that thing in front of some graffiti immediately. Like, it's going to happen. Super hard. <laughs> Dude, I always thought yeah. it would be slick to have, like, the double crossbar, but I was like, man, it's just adding weight to the bike. So, Yo, it's a towel oh, rack. Like, <laughs> side by side, oh, up and down. Yeah, yeah up totally and down, one above the other. I'll uh, whip you up some initial towels if you know. In my, <laughs> in my inbox. Dude, what do you got Towel dude, whatever. Yeah, yeah we, got, we, got, we got hand towels on the bike. You know? Oh, uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, Does it have a team in it? Oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah, tighten it up. <laughs> dude, so. Oh, my God. So so you so you got a bike and you, jo- and you joined up with the boys and like got some new people to ride with. Uh, when did Brute Squad form as a club? Um, that would be like I want to say like 2016, like late 2016. Nah, I, don't, I don't need the dates. I'm just talking like as you know from the time you got into riding to like the time you guys formed a club. Were they already a club before you met them? Oh, no, dude, no. That was me and Nick making a joke one day, and then (laughs) other people liked that joke, and then it, like, tailspinned into this, like, weekly ride meetup, and we're all like, we have hoodies now, and it's like, okay, the big joke is, like, yeah, we're a club, but we're not a club, but I guess we're a club now because we're, like, we have more members, and, like, we're not, not, I don't know, man, we like to laugh because it's like a riding club more than anything, you know? Like, yeah, we're a club, but, like, are we like done into the moped yeah. army officials? No, man. We dude, we do host rides. We try to encourage as many people to come out and, and ride and like just be positive to one another and kind of like treat each other like you're that noob, like you're that guy that's <laughs> like out there on that bike, like I was scared shit, 
Um, oh, it's so refreshing you know? because I'm I'm so past that. <laughs> it's like well, a new, like the, new guy shows up. And I'm just like, oh. fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm gonna ask you some questions. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, what? It's it's tough, man. And I'm not saying like everyone's perfect or anything like that. But like the people that like want to come out and hang around like we don't like recruit people or anything like you are like absorbed into this you're gonna either like show up hang out and and kind of like become part of it or you're not you know what i mean and like the people that are part of it like there's 11 of us now i want to say that's tight and it's you know like there's not like a huge thing but you know we're we're the brute squad man that's no, fucking 11's yeah, fucking dude. respectable man like a lot there's there's a lot of official clubs roster. yeah there's a lot of official clubs that are less than 11 people and like yeah. you know we're respect, 11 yeah and the fact that it's like not so serious it's like yeah you're out with us you hang out with us oh guess what now you're brute squad bitch <laughs> yeah well you know what like it was cool like uh Crashing is something that everybody should be aware it's going to happen. It's, you know, it's a shitty topic, but it's also a great topic because this shit happens all the time. And uh, our, like, most recent member, Rusty, uh, what's up, what's up, Rusty, dude? He, pro- he probably doesn't listen, but I just wanted to say, anyway, he, he ended up becoming squad because, dude, he just, he was there hanging around, riding the furthest to meet us all the time. And then someone had a bad night, crashed. I get him home, he run out of gas, you know what I mean? And like Rusty hung tough the whole time, talked to the cops that night when they were like, got pulled over and everything. Rusty, yeah, you're sober, handle this. <laughs> Dude, he was just there and like, you know, he just, he's in, we had another hoodie, dude, we not, you know, here you go. Like, you are, <laughs> you are fucking squad and like, he still is squad and he hangs tough and it's just, you know, but at the same time, like, he'll give you the shirt off his back and offer as much advice as he can like to the newest new guy out there. Oh, Rusty yeah. has some serious bikes and shit. And, you know, like that's not why he's squad. He's, he's there because of his character. You know, it's, it's cool. How did <laughs> the, the name come about? Like what's like brute squad mean? So that is probably the best part about group. It's from the movie, the princess bride. <laughs> 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 so, it's super tough, and I don't want anybody talking shit about it. Okay. <laughs> but, Thomas uh, missed it. Like the, the I pre- heard it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Princess Bride and uh, our mascot is Andre the Giant because he uh, that's Fezzik in the movie, and he's just like a gentle giant. And uh, yeah, my Nick Nick came up with the idea because uh, <laughs> he he said it to me one day. He's like, if I ever if I ever had a moped club, I'd want it to be the Brute Squad because it's a badass name and because it's not about being a dick. It's just about, you know, being good to people. Like, even if you could, even if you could take advantage of that person and be mean to them or just like, you know, I don't know, just be an asshole. You just shouldn't because, it's, I don't know, it's, it's better, man. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, the Brute Squad, we're not. We're not tough guys. It's the uh, it's the opposite. They're like the good guys that want to fight for the little guy. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That's sick. And you guys all wear like obey T-shirts. Yeah. Like it's fucking well, 2002. Ab- absolutely. You know, we rip. What I do is I rip images off the internet and form them into those for the club. There you go. But not the obey. Not the obey. No way. <laughs> like so, straight rip. Uh, we got it. So Nick's friend Chris lives up in Vermont and he's this like 
moped enthusiast and a noob, noob total noob, but he uh, <laughs> made a drunk purchase one night where he made uh, Northern Chapter hoodies. And uh, that's something we've been like using to hand out to like people that are, I don't know, fucking cool, man, that just hang out, help make bigger rides easier. Like, um, you know, like have people, they'll bring people with them that are like willing to contribute like a chase truck or something like that. Or, you know, just like, once again, not someone that we're always hanging with that can make the, like the actual squad, but like people that we know that are good, that are like, you know, there, there are people here's a, you're, you're, you're part of the mythical Northern chapter now, you know, <laughs> like, there you go, dude. The Northern so. chapter. What does that mean? You know, like you're, you're more North than we are. <laughs> yeah. Which is not true. It just, it'll go anywhere, but like, it's kind of cool. Like, uh, you know, we got people that will come drive like three hours one way to come out to a ride like the two port to newport the 70 mile round trip you know and uh you got people that are coming out like from far away to do that so you know consistently hanging like offering parts like out of their pile even on the road to like help out anyone you know like cool shit so you know it's those people that we see around all the time that we just try to do that with it's just a fun thing man you know no ego involved with it. Just purely fun. Hell yeah. All the brute boys have the best seats in the moped game? No. Cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I do all this shit like fucking so cheap for them too. No. Uh, Rusty, once again, my man. And uh, Billy Pickles, he got three seats for life. And uh, that's very important. <laughs> man, he must he must be real good. <laughs> hey, man. He's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't like that. He, uh, Billy, Billy was like the dude that would come into anything like odd, like oddities. Like, he, Billy has a fucking slot machine for some reason. I don't know why. He doesn't have a place for a slot machine, but he's like, got one in a trailer you know what i mean and then like next thing you know oh man he's got like the windows from an old mill over here <laughs> okay <laughs> so suddenly he had a whole bunch of like vinyl and 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 foam from like a boat shop and he was like do you want this shit and i was like just getting into the idea of like maybe trying to get a sewing machine and i was like yeah give me that and uh yeah so he like hooked me up with all like this scrap stuff to practice on and kind of like just get into the idea of like sewing and uh he, he just gave it to me so that was the joke billy billy pickles gets free seats for life uh oh, yeah billy gets his namesake from buying a single pickle at a uh corner store out on a ride <laughs> that was all he bought <laughs> like the first time he come out on a long ride with us we're all like 40 40 miles away from home and like hanging out at like this like corner like country store by a train station he walks in and comes out with a pickle and that's all he's eating <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that we, when i see that jar of pickles in like a gas station i'm like that's the last thing i'm thinking about buying yeah i mean this this place didn't have much but trees and a, and a train by it now it's like smashing a big old bill and i'm like oh, <laughs> <shit>. cool <laughs> Holy shit! Fuck. Yeah, smashing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you guys started riding, like, you know, when, when you start going to, like bigger group rides and doing like larger events and stuff like that. So for me, this was before I really met many people, and this was like back in uh, like the beginning. It was Stephen, Zach, and Nick, and I 
uh, and D. How can I forget D? Fuck, man. Uh, anyway, we all went to, um, which was my first rally. It was um, uh, Camp Pentagon. I think it was Upjet presented that one with uh, LSLB and I'm not trying to forget anybody, but I can't remember. So uh, I'm dirty, dirty. Yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, that was like, you know, holy shit, we got to, we got to go to this. And uh, Zach and D had come from Arizona and I think they were, I think he said something about like their dirty socks or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. He was part of a group out there for a while. And uh, anyhow, like he was more familiar and like maybe probably knew some people. So it was cool to have him there. Like everybody, like he knew, like you got to claim your spot. Like you guys got to come in there and like get set up and everything. You know, I didn't realize it was going to be that busy of a thing. And it was like fucking awesome. Like, hooked me even even deeper into the idea of like playing with mopeds all the time so yeah uh and that, i mean that's the only one i really got to go to i want to say that was like 2018 and then 2019 i think like upjet did like the new york thing or whatever and uh like i, I just couldn't do it so you missed us man. yeah me and, me and thomas were there oh no kidding huh yeah that was a good one rolled in deep all three of us oh no <laughs> shit but we didn't have the camper, dude. We were in style. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. That Pentagon was cool, man. It was like in Uxbridge. Like this little, like, uh, like it's just woods and um, and rock, like trials, like, like type area, dude. It's just awesome, like off-road ripping. But the, the like, back roads are super windy. And there's, like, pretty decently good hills out there that'll definitely put your shit to the test and kind of keep you, like, like i don't know on on edge the entire time like afterwards i found out like they had said like you know they designed that route to uh destroy bikes and i was like oh well fuck <laughs> yeah Good very, job. very humbling hills <laughs> Good job. oh man like i like this is like my first minarelli build on the raven i'm like you know running around with like a bi-turbo exhaust on there like not even welded on like clamped on and shit and then uh I had put like this rubber BRN clutch and <laughs> thinking like, fuck yeah, this thing's going to rip. It's going to be way better than stock. Like I had no idea how to like do any like spring tuning or anything like that. So I was just like, Oh, I'm just going to slap this thing in and go. And I mean, my bike made the whole trip, but it like spit the fucking exhaust right off the header. Like just like snap both Allen bolts, like right the fuck out gone. And, uh, <laughs> they're like, yeah, Pull, pull over, pull over. Nah, man, I'm <laughs> no way. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, there's supposed to be another couple of bolts in the back holding the, the back half of the pipe up. I ended up using a uh, bailing wire. I was just like, run it through the fucking holes in the header again, and it worked. I uh, couldn't believe it. Just like tied it back on, but like it was wobbling the whole time. <laughs> I really, like, nah. like, I definitely have a firm voucher for like having like some accessory trash or bungee cord or something yes. attached to your moped <laughs> for oh, when yeah. like the pipe fail happens. You can like strap it back together by any means. I've been saved by that mod. <laughs> Billy Pickles has that on his, uh, Tomos golden bullet right now, dude. It's the co- or the copper bullet. He fucking spray painted it. <laughs> and, uh, but there's kind of like that thick, like black, like bungee cord. And it's, that's the only thing that's holding up his, uh, what is it? the uh, storal side lead like the radical one yeah man. <laughs> you know <laughs> super radical even equipped with a bungee cord so sick 
custom bungee mount included. Special yeah, treats, uh, one-off anniversary edition bungee mount. It's been the best. It's the best mount he's had on there yet because I mean everything that's ever been welded or bolted to that fucking bike just snaps off, man. It's just done. <laughs> so whatever, you know, like bungee corded up, put another one on there. It's working. <laughs> oh yeah, all day long. I mean, that's how I, I'm, I don't know, we were in Florida or something? Bungee cord held my pipe up. Oh, yeah, the Tampa rally. Yeah. Save like my Like the flat roads, like, you know, nothing to worry about down here now, right? <laughs> and then the rear screw goes bye-bye. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. No, the belt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the last ride you and I went on. The, the rear screw disappeared or, or sheared off. Mm-hmm. I still haven't looked at it. Strap it together, man. Make it home by any means. Yeah. Don't don't go into the wagon of shame. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, like at all costs, keep riding your moped. Destroy it if you have to. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and like when in doubt at a rally, if you lose like a ten mil bolt or like a ten mil nut or some shit that's yeah. holding your bike together, there's enough bikes around. Someone's got an extra ten mil. They're not. That's not doing anything that it really needs to be doing. <laughs> I, I like the, I like this statement. If your bike decides to break down, you're better off killing it than getting in the breakdown bus. This ad sponsored by Dose Cycles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Destroy I'll, your I'll, bike. I'll, yeah, yeah. Get out there and beat the shit out of it. Do that. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, I fully agree with that ad. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 only mopeds. I mean, you're now. I say that. But at the same rate, I would be heartbroken if I completely fucking destroyed my moped too, you know? So like, whatever, like I'm going to do it, but <laughs> I'm not going to be happy about it. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the advantage of like having another one in the barn, you know, like if you really destroy your one, you know, you got a backup bitch. Yeah, man. And like, uh, discovering poop for me, was like, that was like, Oh man, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there's my, there's my old faithful, you know, yeah, like, upgrade. uh, cheap, yeah. easy, easy to fuck with. I mean, I love my Minarellis, and I, I definitely love poops, and I don't really play with anything else anymore. I'd like to get back into playing with, like, French bikes now that, you know, like, I'm not as nervous about it, and more or less just trying to, like, source proper tools to really tear apart a motive cane. Yeah. Like, they're, like, shoving a 3 8 drive into the fucking magneto cover and just stripping the shit out of the nut. Like, I know it can be done, but, I mean, I don't know. It's It's... Like That's where, not for the light of, you know, you need to really be dedicated to really, like, make a good... You mean you don't have a game. set of deep, uh, needle, like, circlet pliers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no fucking... shit. Oh, my Why God. Why is it yeah. so deep? <laughs> yeah, just to make sure that you have to struggle with it a little bit because the bike's so pretty. That's yeah. what gets you, man. No, you just, if you don't have the... For pro tip, uh, well, not pro tip. It's actually, like, fucking budget tip. But if you... uh have the mode became and you don't have that deep circlip plier to get off the thing. You can just put a three jaw on it and rip it off and destroy the circlip and then put in a new circlip when you're done. This is where Steven, my friend would go absolutely ballistic on you because he's just neurotic. (laughs) 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 Even you were stuttering on that one. That's why I said it's it's not a pro tip. It's definitely a dumb tip. Like (laughs) you don't want to do it. Yeah. But no, you, if you got to do whatever it takes to make shit happen. No, if you uh, don't have the right needle nose, you just go grab your wife's nice fabric scissors and trim down the tips a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, Thomas I'm, has been there and done that. Get out the angle grinder, man. Get it out, you know? Whatever you got to do to get that shit done. I, uh, <laughs> I, I like, I don't know, man. It's, 
that's all the fun of, of like working on these fucking things anyway. Like, you know, destroying my first crankshaft from like putting a piston stop and just like no torque wrench, just like wrenching shit down, totally leaning on a bike. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm totally stressing out one side. The thing's never going to run without vibrating. You know? yeah, like, putting diesel totally, torque on moped parts. Yeah, man. Like totally like new and, 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 yeah, ready to wreck every performance part I buy until I have something that runs pretty good, dude. <laughs> you know, it like, eventually will work. It's tight, yeah, though. <laughs> Damn bolts tight. <laughs> oh yeah, so I uh, ended up breaking down one day from my magneto spitting off because I had apparently cranked down on both sides of that crank so hard that it was just wobbling and it never seated tight and it just wobbled the fucking magneto off. <laughs> Steven's looking at it like, oh, bummer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that show uh, where I've like built the bike, everything's looking perfect. You set your time and you're like, hell yeah, this thing's ready to rip. Yeah. And, and then you're going down the street and your flywheel just falls off and you're like, what happened? Oh, I didn't put the nut to the flywheel on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My, my favorite on the V1 is the, uh, the clutch, like you're ripping, you're fucking ripping good mid, and then all of a sudden, Years just RPMs go to the moon, and I know exactly what it is. It's the clutch head. off the taper. Yep, and I'm like, man, because you are not going anywhere. And like, where we rip back here is like, like, yeah, we're in the burbs in the city area, but like ten minutes, and you're you're in the sticks, and <laughs> it is hard to describe to people where you are because it's just like windy, <laughs> wooded roads, like farms that you know, tons of farms. Everybody. Everything looks the fucking same. It's like, where are you? Oh, I'm in the sticks. All right, you're going to take, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna yeah, take Route 10. The kids are a little cross-eyed. I'm not in the right area. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> no, it's uh, lots of, like, if, if you like milk and, and beef, then you are in luck because, let me tell you, there's a lot of dairy <laughs> farms out there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, oh, could, right. you won't starve. You'll be okay. Yeah. Around the corner, <laughs> through the woods, past grandmother's house. Yeah, and then, you know, down by the old mill town that's real fucking creepy, and then, you know, back into the woods again. <laughs> Next <laughs> to the creek. And relax, dude. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Dude, so you got into doing the seats because your friend hooked you up with all the all the stuff to practice, but, like, what made you really want to, like, I don't know, how did you get into, like, really just, like, did you just decide, I'm going to make seats for Fuck people. it, I don't know how to sew, let me figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the story. <laughs> uh, no, man, it was like um, it, it, it's simple. I'm I am a uh, I'm a trade person, so I am an insulator, and uh, what we call that in this area is a pipe cover, or on the job site, a cover. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> basically, um, uh, I I grew up working in shipyards and power plants and i learned how to do a lot of like pattern layout with different materials and um you know this is just something that i was looking at one day and i was like well i can wrap all these things and like like a giant valve in a power plant like a huge muffler it's just like a big circle but i made something like a big blanket and wrapped it in it and it's like oh well i can do a seat then and you know i was like all right well let me just give this a shot so i tried it i bought like a half yard of material and laid it out traced it and, and i started doing it by hand <laughs> it was like a joke at first obviously like 
like, yo, check this out, man. Like, you know, custom seats by Dan, fucking, you know, $100 each, whatever. Like, you know, big joke. Because, uh, I mean, you know, it was just a crude hand-stitched thing. But, the um, yeah, the work is basically how I built up the confidence to do this. And then um, I just ended up getting a machine after looking for a while because I was like, well, fuck it, let's just give it a go. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, man. It's, I, I got like an old singer, like <laughs> sewing machine that your uh, grandma would make dresses with. So. <laughs> <laughs> like with pedal, do you have to pedal it or is it electric? So it's one that you would have to pedal. It's cool. Cause it's, I mean, it's 105 years old, I believe. This is what the lady said that I bought it from. And, uh, like this, this, Sewing machines are like the most relatable thing. I mean, like the closest thing to mopeds on, on like marketplace that I can think of. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, uh, here we are. I've got this 105 year old sewing machine. They made millions of them and everybody has one from their old grandma. And then everybody thinks this machine is worth like 500, $600. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not. So I'm going to guess yours is black with some like floral print type stuff. Very pretty. Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That and like old stereo consoles are like the same fucking way, man. You know what I mean? Like everybody had one. (laughs) Oh, you you don't want my fucking, grandpa's giant ass speakers <laughs> i don't want to lug that up two flights of stairs and then light fucking incense and essential oil okay? fucking stereotypes the no. whole goddamn room uh, i can't listen to the soft rock any longer <laughs> Dude, cl- classic rock bro. classic soft rock it's too relaxing i need to have a bit of anxiety please <laughs> oh my god so what kind of like what kind of material are you using in the seats like the foam and all that stuff so I'm just using like project foam and, and, and vinyl. And it's um, like, you, you can, if you've seen some of the stuff I've been doing, it's kind of like poofy and uh, like, I don't know, old school type look. And I look like a boat to me. Everything I do looks like a boat. Like <laughs> that's what I see. Like, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just use like marine quality vinyl and uh, a little bit of uh, muslin backing whatever you fucking want to call it and just try to lay these things out. And, um, yeah, I can't really do leather on my machine presently. So, you know, I just need a stronger one. Like this thing will pierce it, but like try, if you fold one layer over, dude, good night. This thing's going to take a nap on you. Like just set on fire. (laughs) Have you, uh, you punch your nice stitch hole through your finger yet? Um, yeah. So, one thing you don't want to do is get your hand too close to the pressure foot of your, uh, of your sewing machine. Cause then all of a sudden you just get bit by a screw coming down or your needles plunging in and it doesn't stop, man. It just keeps going. <laughs> it's got to go first, full circle. It's like putting a fish hook in your damn finger. You just I was reading it all the way machine. through, man. Oh yeah. I was reading up on this machine and there was like, Oh, oil it up and then take care of it and it will outlive you and be ready to use like by another person for a lifetime. And I was like, Holy shit. So like it'll pierce through stuff, but like, um, you gotta, you gotta help this machine when you get to like thicker materials. So like, I feel like this was a a really good place to like start and learn just because I found this machine for 50 bucks. Material is relatively cheap. And you know, like how many fucking people do you know? 
spend a million dollars, not, you know, literally, but they spend a, a ton of money on their bikes and then suddenly they pull up and like all of them. their shit is covered in duct tape. <laughs> like trash yo, ass moped seats. You guys yo, all out there need to hit them up. Go. We're going to do it early. Plug where they can fucking find you in the world. I mean, I feel like this is, I just want to say fuck duct tape before that. Before I tell you anything, <laughs> I want to make that loud and clear. Fuck that shit. All right, man. This shit's awful. But anyway, uh, I'm, I'm moped seat dude on Instagram. Um, I am a, uh, a novice upholster. Uh, I've got a good eye for, it, and I'm not going to beat you up. So, you know, hey, fuck duct tape and hit up the moped seat, too. <laughs> Dude, I was lurking on a, a, oh, fuck. I was lurking on Marketplace the other day, and I saw a Toyota. I th- yeah, it was a Toyota sewing machine, I think it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how Toyota got their start was in sewing machines back in the day. It's like, look at that motherfucker, man. Yeah, man, it's crazy that, like, like this, this was, like, a uh, necessity. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool, just like mopeds, in a way, you know, you look at them and they are like these useless little toys in a way, but like, for so many people, they were a necessity for a while, like, um, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's funny, man, to see like, all these old things that, you know, people think are worth so much money, but they're not, but they are useful, and you know, like, you can, I don't know, have so much fun and learn so much from it, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah, like, I encourage and, people to find them. And you why know? ride around with a bunch of fucking duct tape on your ass? Yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, you're going to get your fucking, your designer jeans all fucking gummed up. <laughs> Nobody wants that shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We're, not, yeah. we're not that fancy. Come on. I am wearing oh, no, jeans. <laughs> actually, tonight. Dude, um, well, two things that I'm super pumped about. Or, well, one is a question. Another one I'm super pumped about. Yeah. I'll start with what I'm pumped about. I'm pumped that you're finishing mlm seats because i've been fucking sick oh yeah of seeing all these people buy these fucking yeah, moped man. fucking mlm seat pans from treats fucking shame. And riding around these fucking metal seats. people take the time to paint them <laughs> and like oh look i painted my seat motherfuckers a seat pan it's really it's really nice that you painted it but like what you should have done is finish it. it yeah <laughs> Fucking for sure, dude, and not with duct tape. Don't spend the time painting something <laughs> and then cover it up with that bullshit. Don't. Um, you, you know, like, there, it's cool that MLM makes so many, like, cool things. And, like, um, like the seat pans on my end of it, especially, um, you, like, look at it and it's like, who the fuck has the time to design you a seat pan? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it takes time. Like, and then to mass produce it. And you spend a decent amount of money on it, so I think it's worth it if you're going to build, like, you're, you're building your fucking cafe racer, dude. Cool. Put a cool fucking seat on it. If you want to put a skateboard seat on it, I'm all about that. Cut that shit up, mount it onto your bike, and make a fucking seat, dude. Don't, like, do dumb shit with it. Like, finish it. That's why, like, all that stuff gets a, a bad rap. And, like, I'm not saying mine is perfect or anything like that, but, like, you know. Use duct tape, dude. You're better than that. I'm on the other spectrum. If you're gonna put a moped, if you're gonna put a skateboard seat on your moped, yeah, go for it. Bolt it down. Make sure it's real tight. 
then get on that bike and drive you and your fucking stupid moped <laughs> off a cliff. Wow, man, that hurts a lot. That hurts a lot. That Fuck hurts a lot. Moped. He's like, I love I hate, my skateboard. I hate the fucking skateboard seat so much. You just haven't seen one that you like enough to be like, oh my god, it changed my mind. Okay, just because mind. you reverted to old school moped and you like cafe racers, get out of here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have no loyalty. I'll make any seat you want. But what I'm saying is, you could make it better. You like zip ties, uh, duct tape, uh, fucking, you know, use some fucking staples and some glue and stuff, man. You know what I mean? Like, get in there. I will get in there, patch, make it look cool. Patch my original seat with like a slither of tape, you know, here and there, but I won't cover the whole goddamn thing. I think it's important to remember that, like, you know, people that are just getting into this, they look at some of this shit and they're like, that's fucking cool. And you know what? Whatever, man. <laughs> Even if I think it's lame, I'm like, well, ah, he tried. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, no, know. I don't disagree with that at all. I, you know, I can agree with that, but I still it doesn't change my opinion about the skateboard seat. Whether it's got <laughs> diamond it encrusted, yeah, 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 I still Damn. fucking hate it. I mean, you know what? I don't. Yeah, whatever, man. You know what? That's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm you okay probably with that. got a better moped than me, anyway, dude. So uh, probably <laughs> not. You got a Raven. Raven's <laughs> pretty rare. Me. Yeah, the Raven's pretty oh, tight. Man. Dude, cool, man. It's cool. That you know what's funny is uh, like uh, uh, mechanic never has like a really awesome car. A fucking I uh, have not put a really awesome seat on that bike yet. So, <laughs> yeah, I was telling uh, somebody I'm, last week I've never painted a bike for myself. I'm a painter for a living. Oh no shit. Yeah. So yeah, you know the deal, dude. It's like, well, if you want to uh, stay busy, work on your own shit. There you go. Yeah. You know, some someone else will find you something to do. <laughs> oh, I, know. I got I got two bikes in the garage now. I got to paint somebody else's shit. Man. Oh, nice. Good. Stay busy. Paint. Yeah. Oh, well, I uh, I saw those MLM pans, and uh, I was like, you know what? I would love to cover one of these. And someone one day just sent one to me, and I was so fucking happy, dude. Uh, I ended up, I don't know, I just I tried it, and it came out pretty good, like, the first time. And I sent it back to dude, and he was, like, stoked on it. So, fuck yeah, you know? <laughs> like. Um. Uh, so like since you've been doing I'm assuming you've been doing it for a while now how long have you been like doing the seats it's like a year dude not okay. long not not long at all like uh, I mean when I first got the Raven like yeah I was hand stitching stuff like with the machine I would say it's like for a year for sure okay and like it's like getting back into um, like you know my job basically teaching me how to do layout that was like okay I can do I can do this you know like and yeah, like it's been cool, and I'm learning a lot, and I have a ton to learn. And yeah, it's just you know how it happened, man. <laughs> have you got it? Because I'm assuming because there's so many mopeds that are like kind of similar, or a lot of the ones that are the same. Have you have you like made templates for different makes now, so you so it's faster for you? Yeah. So like, especially if, like uh, what I like to do with people too is like if I have a seat or you have a seat that I don't have a pattern to like. I will definitely hook people up for cheaper just to, you know, get my hands on that pattern. Cause now it's like, Oh, okay. Well, I actually have some patterns I could send you. Nice dude. That'd be cool, man. I'll fucking hook it up for one of those. Just like send you back a bunch of seat covers. Dude, no, I don't know? need anything for them. I'll just send them to you. You can put them to good use. I have no, I don't need anything for them. Fuck. Yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. I would like expand my library. My buddies helped me out with that. I was just dropped like a safari seat. I don't even know what safari is too, but it's like a badass looking I think seat. I have one of those patterns. I mean, really? Yeah. 
yeah. So, uh, dude, it's just like so much fucking decay on it right now, and I'm ready to tear into it and see what I can do, you know? Mm. But, like, yeah, I keep a, like, every seat that I have been able to do so far, I've kept a library of them, basically, or just, like, try to keep them in order. And, you know, uh, I've got a couple of Gorelli and, and um, some, I don't know, Tomos Pook, uh, has General Five Star, like, you know, like some good ones. Uh, this dude, Andrew, just sent me a Derby variant, so I was, like, super pumped on that because oh, yeah. um, I'll be able to, like, I'll be able to use the old cover to, like, make a pattern. And the more I have the seat hanging around, like, the tighter I can make the pattern, like, you know, and then, like, really decide on a template or just, like, memorize, like, oh, I'm using this pattern again from the old cover, like, oh, add two inches here or whatever, you know. And then you can get uh, you a circuit cricket cutter and put them in a computer and then just press print <laughs> on your fucking circuit cutter and it just cuts them out for you. Then I draw them out by hand and cut them out with a pair of paper scissors or just regular <laughs> <laughs> paper cutting scissors, dude. Not yeah, even fabric man. scissors? What you the fuck? Nice no, I'm cheap as hell. No, I went and took the uh, the scissors out of my wife's knife block, and those are sharp <laughs> as shit. So don't worry, I'm making clean cuts. All right, I'm, I'm definitely doing it justice. Yeah, that, I, that's like the hardest part of doing any of this is like you like anything else that you're getting into. You want to like kind of fly by the seat of your pants at first and experiment, like figure out you know like where you want to take it. And that's like not something I would recommend. You know, flying by the seat of your pants, like get a ruler out. You know, like mark things correctly, take your time and like, you know, be patient because it all pays off in the long run. Have you considered, like, yeah, let's say, have you considered the, uh, like the money side of it as far as like trying to use it and expand? I mean, moped people are not usually the ones that spend lots of money on things like this, but like no. chopper guys like to restore yeah. their vintage king and queen seats and shit like sure. that. You know, like, have you looked into that opportunity? I mean, I, you know what I do, honestly, is I look around to see, like, who else is doing the stuff locally. And there's, uh, there's a guy out of Providence, Rhode Island, uh, uh, Counterbalance Cycles, and they do exactly that, like, that, that leather, like, king and queen, like, really cool stuff. So I feel confident in myself that I could, you know, take that next step. And obviously, like, not to be, like, the best or anything like that but just like you know uh, i can An take that step and really get into it yeah like learn about it and like maybe start <laughs> getting my feet wet but the uh the honest thing is like equipment i don't really charge a lot you know like i really don't so um i mean i'm more of like this is this is great experience for me you know i don't think it's fair to charge someone a whole lot of money for something that i know will probably have some sort of small blemish in it you know like whether they notice it or not i notice it i'm yeah. doing the work so you know what I mean? Like, I just kind of want to send out the best I can and I like not try to like, I keep saying, I'm not trying to get rich off of like making moped seats. I just really enjoy riding mopeds and seeing people like look at their shit and be like, this is fucking badass. Like everything on it's badass. Well, you I'm, know? Willing, I'm willing to bet after this podcast, you'll probably get at least six more seat requests. Well, I hope so, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm one. I'm Let's go. I'm dying over here for like more of like moped parts, I've man. Got, yeah, I've got a uh, one I got to send to you. It's a Vespa uh, Super Bravo seat. Ooh. Oh, I think, okay. I think the fabric too. is there still, in it, but it's like separating all this, the stitches are coming out, but the actual base fabric is still all there. That's cool, man. I mean, stitches come out. I'm going to pull the stitches out anyway. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I think too, yeah. like, um, 
it it could be good, but like I think Treatland would accept just like if you for like Those seats that pans. for seats that everyone needs like yeah maxi you know all the generic basic bikes that you're or a dime a dozen a bunch of Tomos and stuff like that. I oh, think yeah. you could probably bulk load just already pre-made covers and like sell them you know to treat land in bulk yeah and so i've been talking about easy been talking about doing some of that with like uh my buddies zach has his like little thing called moped alley at the moment i don't mean to say little thing but he's like you know oh, yeah has so, access i saw that to, that's like, pretty cool too yeah man so he was been talking to me about the same thing and it's like uh it's a really good idea i'm just I'm one guy, you know what I mean? So like, I have to like do a lot of work to get that sort of thing running. Like so far, like I'm so new into this. I think it's a great idea and I'd like to keep like going forward with it. Um, but like with the machine that I use and everything for now, it's like way better to have people like hit me up, like give me some time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Someone like, buy this boy a laser, a laser cutter quick. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, I, I will be honest. I, if I had stuck to the plan, I have made enough money to buy probably buy the machine that I've had my eye out on. But the problem is, I'm a moped addict. So moped like, parts are expensive. Yeah, man. <laughs> I still want. Not, like I still I said, want a Juki just to have, but I don't know that I'd ever use it. You know what it was? Is like I had the Raven, and I had my I had my Pook Maxi, and I got my my other Yankee, and then all of a sudden my a friend of my brother decided to drop like a Sax Prima off in my front yard. He's like, Oh, do you want this thing? I was like, yeah, it's just, yeah. Fire. Yeah. Well, I, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I cut the engine off of it and welded the E 50 subframe onto it and then I, bought better. everything to put a Gila on it. So like, here we go. Like, you well, know, I feel like I'll, that's the problem with everyone who's like a moped, like hustler. Like you're like, selling some yeah. shirts you're slinging some parts on the side you're doing like you know paint jobs you're doing all this little shit and you're making a little extra buck but all that really does is feed your habit well i mean yeah it's just part of it you know yeah, what i mean like um, i've been lucky too where like i've been hit up by somebody that i was buying parts off of and uh then you know suddenly i'm like oh you want all these parts for free? You know, he's like, you I have to go and uh, move to a different state and I can't take any of this with me. Oh, shit. So I'm like, uh, all right, uh, you know, just get lucky. And then next thing you know, I have like four E50s. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like at the same time, like the moped gods have smiled on me, but I just can't get away, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I just oh, wish I had more storage. Like, all the shit we threw away back in the day, man, if I could have just squirreled it away. Just yeah. yeah, you just it. don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively new to all of this. I'll be the first to admit that. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm still very excited. Uh, <laughs> Jason like, and I were part of a shop clean-out where we threw two truckloads, uh, two entire small pickup truckloads, but stacked to the brim of, like, uh, Tomos side covers and cases and wheels and you'd be rich right now. Oh my god! Oh, you'd be rolling in moped parts and dough. Literally two truck fucking loads of this. Yeah, but the problem it's is a fucking shame. Be, the problem is you're you're selling. You'd be selling it like 
one part every like three months and shit like it's it's a more of a pain in the ass you gotta have somewhere to store all that stuff and like yeah like now that you have, know you had what you had it's a shame but like before you just had an inconvenience you yeah. know yeah. like this giant pile <laughs> which cool. you could have kept one of the truckloads yeah cataloging yeah, holy it shit. dude all yeah. the fucking random wheels you know i still have money. probably have 20 20 random wheels behind the shop i have so many random wheels and i can't do anything with them and that's like, yeah, you guys can just uh, put them on the old eBay there and offer a fair dude, price. Fuck and eBay, fucking dude. Buy I'll send you all these wheels <laughs> yeah. for seat cover. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, dude, the fuck. barter system's uh, real. I want all the wheels. Yeah, fuck, yeah. for one seat cover? Shit, man, I'll send you a whole bunch. Damn. I, yeah, uh, I, I take the wheels and stack them up, and then, like, after I know that they've been there two years, I throw them in the scrap pile. <laughs> wow, man. Holy shit. Because yeah, you don't you touch them. It. You know, they sit there, and they don't, they don't get touched. It's not like that over here right now. Like, if you, I don't know, man, mopeds are so fucking expensive. It's ridiculous. So, like, if you have decent wheels and shit like that, you're going to sell them. What's you get that? a decent price from them. What's the average price for bikes up there? I mean, now it's kind of crazy. Like, everybody's got a $900 plus tag on them. Like, you got a, for instance, you got like a Batavis HS50, pretty looking bike. It's like a motor cane. It's just waiting there to, to disappoint you, you're gonna spend a whole bunch of money on that thing. Think it's gonna go fast, and it's just fucking not. <laughs> no, you gotta, you know, you gotta instantly get rid of the bat of his motor. <laughs> yeah, you know, like do like a Minarelli swap or whatever. Uh, Steven's famous for the old Batarelli. You yeah. know, Hot and Ready's had a sick one cool. of those. I think uh, Elise has like a, a, a HS50 with a Minarelli on it. I mean, they're cool for fucking Tomos conversions too. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. You can make cool bikes out of them, but yeah, I mean, you're looking at. People put like $800 price tag on that, $700 price tag on that. And then you got dudes up in Boston that like are like, you know, OGs selling the shit and they're rebuilding bikes and they'll sell them for like $1,200. And like, dude, you're in the city. Uh, that could be a very useful thing. You know, $1,200, I don't think is too much to ask for that, especially if you don't want to have a fucking car in the city, which I'm sure you don't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but like your average barn fine, that shouldn't be like a $600 purchase, in my opinion. There's just so much that needs to go into them if you really want to, like, if, you know, you're going to build, like, a, a kitted bike, you're going to want it to stop and, yeah. you know, and like, that's what have we're seeing oil here. in it. Yeah, barn barn fine, original condition, original yeah. tires. I want $1,000. Yeah, yeah $600. man, no. I'm like, no. that's a $200 bike all day long. It's your stereo console fucking sickness again. It's your yeah. shitty sewing machine, dude, telling you, man. It's I fucking had, awful. I had, Complete battle, delirium. I had to battle this today i don't even think they replied to me after my last message i'm gonna have to get thomas to put send them an offer to buy because they're probably fed out with me oh yeah that's what we do just keep keep beating on them until no what i do is make them a lower offer than jason did and try to convince him it was a fair offer and they're like well i already had a guy offer me this i'm like well damn you should have took that yeah (laughs) you gotta work together as a team but like you guys (laughs) but like this this girl like bought a I'm going to explain it. Like, so there's a bike in town or Sean from the shred shed had a, had a shop here in Richmond a couple years ago, maybe seven years ago. Now it's been a while. Damn town plus maybe longer. Who knows? It's been a long time now, but he had a shop in town and he, you know, made bikes and built bikes and repaired bikes. And he found himself a Bermuda Philandria. Is that back in the world again? Because I saw somebody riding it not that long ago. Definitely not this one. Uh, it's like a legendary bike. Or maybe what you call a while ago was years ago, and you just it, don't remember. You no, know, it wasn't that long ago. I saw somebody. I thought I saw somebody on us. That's yeah. why I didn't chase it anymore. It's like, damn, it got sold. Yeah. So 
there was a Bermuda yeah. Flandria, and Sean built it up, and the motor that came with that bike was trash. But the frame is pretty rare. No one really has a Flandria it's laying around. Good looking. It's yeah. good looking. Yeah. Good, cool wheels, like mags that are like six stars or something, seven stars, or the rad looking. And it's a, it's a cool bike. And he was like, okay, well, the motor's trash, drivetrain, whatever. So he swaps a V1 to it. Great Big fit. Up. Back when like, Richmond was like super heavy in Minarellis. Like, got himself a couple of car batteries and a stick welder. <laughs> Yeah, we got them fucking V1s, diamond dozen yeah, dude, laying all over it. the place. Get it, yeah, fucking welded up. So he builds this bike, sells it to this girl, but she's completely new, completely new to mopeds, knows nothing about mopeds, has the bike, oh, I have to push start it? Like, you know? Like, oh, no. And ran into issues as anyone would buying a moped, but yep. didn't come around enough to be a part of the community or like be able to seek help. So, you know, get You're get kinda repa- like stuck with this lemon. Yeah, yeah stuck dude. with it, get yeah. it repaired and then like really bummed yeah. over the situation. Like she thinks she paid too much for it. She's like, Oh, I overpaid six fifty for this bike. I must have had sucker written on my forehead. So she's really turned off from the community. Or she did try to get help. Sean was probably slammed and busy as fuck and yeah, like or fucking traveling across the country riding knows. trains or some shit. Dude, everyone knows that feeling where, like, even me at my Moby, I spent, like, 550 on that fucking bike. It wasn't worth 200 dude. And the guy walked away, like, skated away, you know? Yeah. Got it to run in the five minutes that I looked at it and I get it home and it doesn't but it's start. But like, six, like, 650 oh. is like, yeah, that's a fair price yeah. for, for, for a running bike with a rare frame, yada, yada, yada. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, but decent deal. The, not not the best, but decent deal. I got like, lucky when I found that Raven for 300 man. Like, there used to be a lot of deals like that out there. You'd yeah. see, like, a decent, like, AV7 fucking, someone put a kid on it. They got, like, a decent, like, pipe on it, you know, like, aftermarket pulley or whatever. And it's like, okay, for I sure. want 700 for this bike. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. It's getting harder. Like, if you'd been, well, I mean, like, you're going to spend time and money on that bike. That's not like a fucking Tomos jump on, go ride, and, like, just enjoy yeah. the shit out of yourself like that's like pain and suffering it was a pretty paint job you know Definitely. like there's no other way to describe it man. <laughs> you know? oh, man. but man. you used to be able to get like a good price like now it's, it's crazy twelve hundred dollars for like a barn fine maxi man get out of here this, this is fucking like american pickers antique road show it's, <laughs> which it's which also helped junk. ruin the price market it also, dude, <laughs> like it's, it's not cool man like it's not everything you find is like this fucking diamond in the rough it's like a fun toy and like you could really make someone's day if you just came down your fucking price on a stock junker <laughs> you yeah. know like but that's what i'm saying about <laughs> the whole like this whole like philandria thing it's like yeah she bought it for 650 but it was a running bike at the time so now say five years later she still has a bike and it hasn't ran in years and she yeah it's been Partially disassembled, missing she was, the what, headlight, or something? missing this, missing that, and she posts. She posted on like Facebook, and she's asking like something dumb. She's asking like four fifty or four hundred or something. Yeah, like, it's been like, like a year, years. like like years ago, and then no one bought on it. No one wants to buy. No one wants to buy a rare, off-brand moped with a motor right. swap unless they're in yeah. mopeds. And then so she lowers the price to three fifty. And Oof. I message her, and I'm like, yo, what's up? Is this bike still available? Because it's already been on Facebook for six months. And she's like, yeah, price firm. And I'm like, doesn't, okay. run, doesn't run, missing No parts, title, because no it was pre-titling. Title, like, oh, no. Oh, man, nice. Like, I'm like, uh, this bike isn't worth that much. And I'm like, I'm not even going to reply. And I just didn't reply. And now we were in the, uh, the Chad Burke Building Gather like, chat th- this weekend. 
And one of the guys in the chat was like, oh, dude, if anyone knows where there's a Philandria frame, like, I, I could use one for a <laughs> Hobbit swap. And I'm like, oh, oh, I actually have a line on one. Let me like. see if I can find the person. And I look through my old messages and I find her. Bike's still for sale. Like, it's been like another couple months. It's like, you know, eight, nine months of this bike being for sale at the same price, price firm, 350 And I'm like, you've probably got a no message on this bike. You haven't even reposted it. It's just riding at your house. Like, when do you want to just get rid of it, it go. and make some yeah. money? Get, you know, recoup something? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I'll give you 200 cash today for that bike. Is it still available? Oh, no. I paid 650 for it. Like, I need, oh, three, man, come on. I need 350 firm. Like, I'm like, I'm like, it's not really worth it to me. You know, and she's like, oh, dude. Like, and I'm like, it's not worth it to me. And she's like, well, it's a rare frame. I'm like, rare is in the eye of the fucking beholder, bro. <laughs> like, rare only only means something that the bike's sought after. Like, exactly. you know, to, like, like an NX50 or fucking a, a Moto Compo or some shit. It's funny to hear people like, you know, younger people and, you know, myself included, just talking about these bikes when, like, I know for a fact there are people that I ride with that have, like, more fucking parts and bikes than you've ever seen in your life. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, you're over here, like, charging, like, $1,200 for a bike that they picked up for free back in the day, like, or, <laughs> like, for 50 fucking dollars just to, like, do someone a favor. You know what I mean? Like, like my buddy was given a, a Tomos for giving his friend a ride home from work. That's, That's how he crazy. got that bike. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's like, it's kind of crazy to see like what this thing's become. And like with these e-bikes and everything coming out and like getting better. And, you know, like I, I won't be surprised when you see bikes with less desirable engines, like hooked up with like backyard wizardry to make it run like long distances on electrical power, man. It'd be fucking cool. Like, that's the biggest thing that's stopping that from happening, like, uh, in my opinion, you know? Like, there's people out there doing it. Yeah. I uh, saw it. Speaking of that, I saw you did a seat for one of uh, Jason from Moped Emporium's uh, conversions. Oh, word. <laughs> yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, it was like, Hi, a, a blue, like it's like a blue and black Tomo seat on an LX. Yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah. shit, that was from his? Okay, no yeah, doubt. Like yeah, that's a that's I, an e-bike conversion. Yeah, so just recently, and, uh, you know, it's cool because, again, I mean, that's a, that's a bike where you could take that engine and you know that engine's going to go to good use. If you decide, I want to be electric, fuck it, I can find something like, especially if you're a city-like type rider where you're not doing, like, big loops, but, like, this is more something you're going to ride around, totally, like, can see that happening, especially with, like, the speeds you can reach in your range, you know, for the bike now, that's cool. I mean, uh, so like, you know, just riding like I want to ride, I'm still like pretty skeptical, <laughs> you know, mm. <laughs> uh, it, but yeah, man, that's fucking cool. I didn't know that he had built that bike, man. That's awesome. Um, I, I don't even know what like the range is like on that one, you know? Yeah. I think he's like got like his kits are like similar to like Onyx builds, like, cause it's the same rear wheel, like motor hub. Right. Right. Yeah. So, like, he's got a lot of room for, like, battery and power storage, which is cool. Yeah. Like, you got uh, to check out his uh, his Instagram page and, like, see, like, I think he's got oh, a YouTube no, I channel, too. Oh, no, I for yeah. sure, man. I didn't know that it was, uh, I didn't know that was his fucking creation. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, like these, he just sells the kits, like, these weird, like, it's, like, bolt-on, and he, he's, like, the, the mounting part's bolt-on to where your engine would mount. 
Yeah. And then uh, he, he expands, like, widens the swing arms and all that stuff to fit the hub motors. Dude, it's so cool. I think uh, I saw something where he was using, like, Jawa 210s and, like, I mean, another cool, like, looking bike, you know? Like, Jawas were pretty funky and, like, different, but, like, they had their flaws. Like, I've never really seen a, a running Jawa, dude, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I may have ran one when I was a kid and like threaded the spark plug fucking all like cross threaded and fucked it up and that was it you know <laughs> you, you gotta go check out some of some of his new stuff the updates I know he bought like a he bought like a stack of frames from um Detroit Motor Works oh sick oh doing, yeah 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 I saw that dude that's sick and now he's fucking just all like, those tomos are gonna become electric heads man yeah he's now you he's know? just selling conversions like oh custom e-bike conversion for fucking five thousand dollars I'm like Phew. well I'm about to start seeing e-bikes, dude. Five thousand dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, well, it's a hard sell, man. But I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's—I mean, there's a market for everybody, I guess. <laughs> I—I'll tell you what. I'll not be able to buy one of those five thousand dollar bikes. So <laughs> I'll keep putting around on oil and gas, well, man. I mean, start start selling all those seats in bulk, man. <laughs> nah, man, I'm too lazy for that. I don't want to do that. No way. Listen, limit. Limit your calls, people. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So now yeah, that he's on this me. episode, he's going to be doing a 10% discount with the passcode Moped no, Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by the Seat Dude. Yeah, no, fuck. No, no man. I, uh, I don't know. I'll probably be uh, smoking a dube and, you know, hit me up and I'll be like, man, I like this guy. I'm going to give them this price. And all of a sudden, like, man, that's fucking fair. And thank you. And I'm like, yeah, man, fuck yeah. You know, like, it's, a, I don't know, man. I, I think it's cool. Like, uh, it's the equivalent of seeing someone ride a moped that you built. Like, yeah. even seeing someone, like, rocking your shit on, you know, their bike. And it's like, cool, man. Like, I, I'm not the best. I'm not the first. Um, you know, there are people out there that do the same shit that, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, they're just, they're good, you know? But uh, I love to ride mopeds, and I think it's fucking awesome when they have a killer seat instead of uh, a ratty piece of fucking cloth on top of it after you put, like, fucking $1,500 worth of performance parts into it, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, and and we definitely appreciate you. Like I, like I said, like, I, you know, everyone who's listening can hear, like, the passion you have for, like, mopeds and the like, love you're, you know, you got for, like, fixing the bikes and, like, like you say on one of your uh, Instagram posts, getting rid of uh, seat shame. Seat shame, man. You gotta fucking, <laughs> yeah, damn. Great. I like that. live with that. Yeah. yeah but like, you, you know, eliminate you're, that. You're doing like a great service and like, hopefully people hear this and like, more, you know, more people hit you up and like, yeah, cause, man, cause there's not cool, that man. many people doing seats in the, in the community right now. Like, you know, I encourage people to get out there and try, man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's like, it's it's fun to do if you are someone that likes to do layout that likes to you know i don't know fucking just try new things man you know there's so much this hobby can get you into seats electronics you know fucking two stroke is a science of its own man it's cool you know ride a moped dude fucking awesome like learn <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. learn a lot of shit learn how to uh, uh, dude, learn cool. how what tools you need a really easy way to become confident and problem solving. Like you're going to encounter problems with fucking everything in your life. And like, there's nothing like being 40 miles away from home with like basic tools and there's no one that can help you and you got to fucking figure it out. And on, it on, just, yeah. I say on a know. comfortable seat. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey man, 
hey, man, I'll help you with that, you know? Like, worst come to worst, you can unbolt your seat and take a nap, and it's fucking ridiculously comfortable. So like, that's sleep of your life, guaranteed. He, he you know? that, that extra foam. Oh, yeah, well, I'll have to double it up then, I guess, you know? <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't find the, the phalanger on uh, any of the sale forms just now. Oh, it's deep. Like, I have it saved in my uh, in my messaging. You have to forward it to me because I was going to send her a message on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do that later. Anyway. Look, man, we're yeah. gonna wrap it up, dude. It's good to talk to you. Any, dude, uh, thank you so much for having any, me. Any, any questions for us? Uh, you know, I just want to know why doesn't Brute Squad get more love on the Moped Monday podcast? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Brute Squad. Yeah, no, guys. Honestly, I think um, you know, keep it up. Keep just reaching out to people that love doing this shit and fucking you're doing a great job. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, they can. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, and uh, have a great night. <laughs> any any shout-outs you want to send to your to your boys, to your club, to your team? I want to say hi to your mom. Say what's up to the whole squad and, uh, you know, all the dudes that have been friendly to us, you know, up in the Boston area and, and just online in general. Uh, we can <laughs> be a little bit much to tolerate sometimes, but, you know, just, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, you got to be – Love you guys. Everyone well loves it. a rowdy and fucking rowdy bunch, dude. That's that what makes fucking mopeds fun. Yeah, it's entertaining. Yeah. Even if it, people seem like they're butt hurt, fuck them. No, man. No, I don't care anymore. It's just like the people that go out and ride, they go out and ride, and then you just enjoy yourself or you don't, man. It's all up to you. You can fucking have a good time. You can have as good of a time as you want. Yeah. <laughs> mopeds. Yeah, for real. Mopeds! <laughs> yeah, That's their no. club slogan. That's their creed. You can have as <laughs> yeah, good a time as you want. Mm. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just for you, I'll be sure to play a, a Brute Squad track for the outro. You know what? You just make sure that uh, it's nothing offensive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about oh, the, the, the NDE? I think that's a good one. Oh, Do we have NDE? to ask for permission first so we don't get booted? Oh, I mean, no. Uh, anything on there, I just want to say. Um, it was a different time in my life, and uh, <laughs> don't take it personally. <laughs> don't take it personally. I'm not going to tell you anything about the other people that did it. So. <laughs> All right. All right, dude. Thanks All for right, dude. thanks for out, man. And if, and if anyone wants to hit them up, uh, just go search on Instagram. It's moped underscore it. seat underscore dude. Again, that's nah, moped underscore seat <laughs> underscore dude. Don't do it. You're going to hate it. <laughs> he make, he makes seats on the low. Get your moped looking seat. right. That's right. Fuck duct tape. Later. Fuck duct tape. Fuck skateboards. All of it. <laughs> no, I love skateboard seats. We'd like to no, offer. No, no. Coo- we like to. Cool. Yeah, we'd like to offer a coupon from the Moped Money Podcast <laughs> for a fifty dollar increase in charge. Uh, anyone that sends a skateboard will be charged double. <laughs> <laughs> just send it. Just send it right back. <laughs> That's it. I quit. <laughs> if you got old washed up seats that you're not using, you're gonna throw out. Uh, send the fucking patterns to your boy because that don't that, do it that help you know the catalog <laughs> hey thanks a lot any, any help appreciate it all the support i've had is fucking awesome i appreciate you guys thank oh, you yeah. so much <laughs> all right later bro all right dude later Bye. yeah that was fun yeah that was going that's super entertaining he's a funny dude uh like, dude i love it when the guest does the work yeah it it's really easy. is the best because we're all gassed from the weekend and from working hard, and that was that was nice. And it like made it, like that was the entertaining fucking two hours, dude. Yeah, he's like, a fucking ham, dude. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely want to go around fucking Brute Squad now. I know, right? <laughs> Just want to fucking fill my gas tank up with Brute and cherry smelling shit and bad dad jokes and live it yeah, up. I'm trying to like get me some like knockoff fucking like Andre the Giant swag and be we'll, like... <laughs> we'll go up to Boston and dodge some cars. <laughs> Maybe we'll hit a few bars. He doesn't live in Boston. Close enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Like, you know, they say Massachusetts, like, they all get blanketed. Like oh, you said, live in New York? You gotta live in the city. No, it's, there's there's more Boston accents in Massachusetts than there is in Boston. Just mm. like you said. Dude. Boston. That was a fun one. Um, well, like I said, we'll, this episode will be out today because you're just listening to it now. So, uh, Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> Hope it's not raining where you're at. Hope you get out and ride tonight. If not, go to the garage and wrench and keep playing moped monday podcasts like you know oh do we get any voicemails this week i don't know who cares we told people leave us voicemails we always tell people leave us voicemails that doesn't mean they do i mean last night let's just save them up but we didn't give a phone number oh man um i don't feel like looking for that shit actually we got two we'll save them for next time because one transcript's not available which means it probably failed yeah so it's only one perfect okay I want to go to bed. I'm tired. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, with us, you can uh, send us comments, or you can let us know like stuff we should talk about, or guests you think we should have on, and you can do that by emailing us at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail dot com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, we'll play your voicemail live in the air. You want to tell us about a moped experience you had, or a wreck, or a good time. Or something, you can call the podcast hotline. Do you know what the number is? 804 638 9533. 804 638 9533. God, I don't remember it still. It's written on the table in front of us. That's the only way we remember. That's the only way I remember. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for hanging. Fuck your car, ride a moped. Fuck your car. Ride a turbo snails. <laughs> Three weeks in a row. Turbo snails are on fire. AKA uh, next club to get fucking uh, engulfed by the black. We're we'll trying to think of a brute squad fucking uh, sound next week. Uh, we're going to send it out of here without our intro music. We're going to do it with the brute squad song. So enjoy it later. Smoke in my butt. Turbo in my way. Brute squad on Dre. Tower Pine Street. That's where the squad beats. Bro. Look at my pad, it's a Tomos. Rocking yellow shades like Bono. Rolling with a crew, no solo. Man, I love the fucking dudes, no homo. I got all I need in the bag. No crazy straps, pack you up, got room for a 30 rack. Talk smack, got a gat in my backpack. Better share the road or you're gonna take a dirt nap. Film on the horn all the way, like get the fuck out of my way. Yelling, bro. Cruising down the street, 50 cc on my ride. School 35, feel up with the Lunch off these white walls. Hand stitched extra plus seat, so it's soft on my balls. 
soft on my balls Your about to seize up cause you're really too lean Mockingbird flying by looking real mean Here I hold this mini mark off a 118 Gotta see that you can man cause he got what you need Get the four piece with the fries Pound on a tall boy and ride Scream it Wow. 